I'm thinking, but I'm not growing rich. By Bob Doyle. So you've read, think and grow rich, and you've got an intellectual understanding. That you, become what you think about. You have a list of affirmations about wealth. And you recite them every day. But you still have no money. Wealth doesn't seem to be anywhere around. What's the deal here? According to Napoleon Hill, you ought to be filthy stinking, rich. Right. Well, here's the real deal, if you're not, wealth conscious, then all this thinking, and, all this affirming isn't going to bring you wealth. Thinking, and affirming are simply, actions you're taking, but they are just part of the sequence of creating wealth. If you, skip the first step, you simply can't get anywhere. So what's the first step? Being, to attract wealth, you first have to be wealthy. Then, you think wealthy thoughts, speak wealthy affirmations, and take wealthy action. But how can I be wealthy if I'm not wealthy? You ask, logical question, but it's, based on the false assumption that you don't have wealth. You have wealth. You're, simply not aware of it. You have constructed a physical reality that prevents you from, experiencing wealth. This can all be explained with the science of quantum physics. So let's look at some very basic concepts of quantum physics that will explain what I'm talking about. First, you probably are aware, at least on an intellectual level, that at a subatomic level, we, and everything else in the universe, is energy. When you break everything down, we're all made of the same stuff, and we're all connected. The universe is just this huge ocean of energy, vibrating at various frequencies which gives the illusion of individuation. That is, we experience the illusion of separateness from each other, physical objects, and wealth because our senses are decoding the energy around us in such a way as to create our physical reality. This all happens in our thoughts. So, to simplify things quickly here for the sake of time, another illusion, things, only, exist because we observe them. It is in our observing that things come into existence. Without our observing, things are simply, waves, probabilities of existence. Physicists, agree on this. Our beliefs are a very powerful energy system in our lives. Our beliefs allow or disallow certain experiences in our lives, including wealth. They make up who we are. We. Be. In the world according to our beliefs. If we are being is. Someone who is trying to. Get wealthy by repeating affirmations. Then that is what our reality will be. We will. Just be trying to get wealthy. We have to make the decision that we are wealthy, contrary to any external physical evidence. That evidence is an illusion based on the belief systems that have guided who we have been being up to that point. A truly wealthy person isn't wealthy because they have money. They have money because they are wealthy. That's the distinction that most people have backward. Here's an example to illustrate what I mean. Tony Robbins became a millionaire at a very young age. Then, due to a series of poor judgments, he lost it. But within a year, he had it back. How did he do this? 
He never lost his wealth. He only lost his money, which is just a symbol of wealth. Because he is wealth conscious, he literally magnetically attracts wealth into his life. He truly can't help it. It's who he is. And there are a thousand out there like him who attract wealth simply because it's who they are. You can make the same decision and have the same results. Conversely, a person who has grown up with lack consciousness can win millions in the lottery and lose it within a year. The consciousness, their energy, simply can't maintain the attraction to wealth because they aren't wealthy in who they are being. But again, wealth is a decision. If you aren't currently experiencing wealth, you first need to realize that abundance is everywhere, in fact it's all there is. Poverty and lack are the illusions. You can shift your consciousness to wealth, be wealth, by simply making the decision, then your thoughts, speech, and action will allow you to experience the wealth that is yours. This is indeed a complex subject which challenges our core belief systems. But it is those very belief systems that keep a person in a state of lack. Look at your financial situation today. Look at your core beliefs about wealth and you. And see if your life isn't a perfect reflection of your beliefs. Then, look where those beliefs may have originated. When you can awaken to yourself that your beliefs create your reality, rather than the other way around, you have the option to truly be free to experience a reality of prosperity that you deserve. The Secrets of Rapid Manifestation by Dr. Robert Anthony A few years ago I discovered a formula that allowed me to bring whatever I desired into my life almost instantly. I call it rapid manifestation. Rapid manifestation is based on the premise that we attract what we vibrate in the present moment. In other words, what we have in our life is a vibrational match to our present moment awareness. Everything comes to us through the most elemental law of physics, like attracts. Like. Like attracts like is nothing more than the law of attraction. It is absolute and has nothing to do with your personality, your religious beliefs, being a good or a bad person, or anything else. No one lives beyond this law. It is an irrefutable law of the universe. You may not have realized until now that this law applies to your life and every other person's life on the planet. The law of attraction, like all laws, is impartial and impersonal, which means it works when you want it to and when you don't want it to. It is important to understand that you are a creator. In fact, you have no choice about whether you are creating because you are always creating whether you realize it or not. However, you do have a choice about what you create. Unfortunately, most creations in people's lives are by default. This is why most people feel the lives are out of control or that things are happening to them. The reason we feel that things are happening to us is because we do not understand how the law of attraction works. This causes us to reap results, benefits and disadvantages that we do not understand. The law of attraction is irresistible. All natural laws are irresistible. 
This includes the law of gravity, electricity or any other law that operates with mathematical exactitude. There is no variation. The law works perfectly every time. Only the channel of distribution may be imperfect. In order to understand how the law of attraction and rapid manifestation works, and how it affects our lives, we need to take a few moments and talk about our creative thought process. Put simply, every thought that you think has its own energetic vibrational frequency. That thought is impressed into your subconscious mind. Then, through the law of attraction it will energetically attract another person, place, thing, or circumstance that has a vibrational match or is vibrating at the same frequency. Every thought is a vibratory pattern. Vibratory patterns tend to resonate with similar vibrations and this resonance initiates the creative process. Quantum physics has shown that all matter is simply a certain vibratory rate of energy. Matter is attracted to other matter. We call this the law of gravity. All energies will gravitate to other energies of the same or similar vibratory rates. All beliefs and thoughts, especially when attached to or accompanied by a strong emotional current, vibrate at a certain frequency or energy. And things, events, people and ideas that vibrate harmoniously with these thoughts will gravitate to them. Everything is created through energetic vibration. Sound is vibration. Light is vibration. Matter is vibration. Thought is vibration. Emotion is vibration. Everything is vibration. Anything that vibrates at a specific pattern will attract like vibrations. This works on the chemical, physical, mental, emotional and spiritual level. Once you understand this principle you will realize why you do not have the things you desire in your life. Whenever you think about something you do not want, you set into motion the vibratory pattern that attracts the very thing you are trying to avoid. The same thing happens if you reach into your past experience and project the negativity into your present or future. You will attract more of the same thoughts from other people, more conversation, more evidence, more circumstances and more events that perpetuate this negative thought. Like attracts like. It cannot be avoided. It works the same way for positive or creative thought. Whatever you focus your intention on you attract. In this inclusion-based universe, you attract what you think about, whether you want it or not. And so, if you're saying yes to what you desire, or if you're saying no to it, you are still including it in your thoughts. The end result is that which you really want, you get, and that which you really don't want you get. The law of attraction works for both equally as well. The important point is this, the more you struggle against something that you do not want, the more you attract it to yourself because you set up resistance to what you want. It can be summed up in this statement, whatever you resist will continue to persist. We have been programmed with the mistaken belief that we can get what we want by resisting or defeating what we don't want. However, that defies the law of attraction. Here is what you must know. 
That which you defend against will become your experience, that which you fear or worry about will become your experience and that which you prepare against will become your experience. What we fail to understand is that the defense against sickness is the cause of it. The defense against poverty is the cause of it. The defense against evil is the cause of it. The defense of being hurt in a relationship is the cause of not having the relationship we desire. As you prepare yourself and guard yourself, and are frightened and worried about any thing you do not want, by focusing your attention on it and adding emotion to your thought, you are attracting the very thing you are trying to guard against. The more you try to defend, resist and guard against it, the more you fear it and the more powerful the attraction becomes. However, the good news is if you put yourself in a clear, unrestrained non-resistance state of mind, even for just a few minutes with rapid manifestation, allowing what you desire, you only need to relax, and it will come to you. Rather than struggling against illness, relax and allow wellness. Rather than fighting against poverty and not having enough, just relax and allow more to come into your life. This means no more struggle and strain, no more discouragement, doubt, worry and defeat, but a sure and happy process of creating the life you desire. As you look into your own life experience, and see the lack of anything, money, relationships, or whatever you desire, understand that lack exists for only one reason. You have chosen thoughts that are not in harmony with your desire and so you are literally vibrating or attracting what you are getting. When you understand precisely how everything comes to you, you are also free for of uh, from worry and fear about what others may do to you. You no longer have to worry about the economic conditions, the government, your parents, and all the influences that you fear. The only reason you worry and feel threatened is because you have accepted the belief that if someone else does something that is not in harmony with what you desire it will somehow affect your life. But it cannot come into your life if you do not invite it through the energy of your thoughts, fears and worry. Nothing is more important than focusing on what you want. That is the mindset that you have to have to be at. In other words, you must stop trying to get rid of things that you don't want to don't make you feel good, because you can't. You can't make people go away and make them stop thinking or talking about you. You can't rid the world of terrorists. You can't rid the world of disease. You can't get rid of the things that you don't want. This is an illusion. It has never worked since recorded history and will never work because it violates the law of attraction. Rapid manifestation helps you to find the path of least resistance to what you desire. As you are reaching, in a determined way, for the path of least resistance, anything that is resistant within you will present itself for you to take a look at. All your fears, doubts, and insecurities will pop up. This is your subconscious resistance-based on your past experiences. All you have to do when this happens is to turn your focus in the other direction toward what you want.
As you start focusing on your desire, you become the owner of it, so to speak, without the complication of the details of manifestation. The universe knows the essence of what you are reaching for and is yielding to you what you really want in the moment that you are able to relax and let go. If you plant a seed in your garden I am sure you have enough common sense to know that your creation is well underway before you see any physical evidence. It is highly unlikely you will go out to your garden and stomp on the seed you planted and demand that you see results right now. You don't worry about it, instead, you allow the natural laws of the universe to do the work and the small seed you planted matures into what you desire. If you look at your life you will see you have planted many wonderful seeds of creation. However, in your impatience, worry a lack of understanding concerning the principles of the creative process you have focused on what you don't have or don't want and therefore have destroyed or sabotaged the seeds of your desire. Your desires will come to you at the very best time. You can influence the very best time by releasing your desire and saying, the universe knows the bigger picture. I'm going to let it deal with the timing of this. Meanwhile, I'll just do everything I can to keep focused on what I desire or open myself to something better. Sometimes you may think there is a shortage of what you desire. That you will not get what you want because someone else will get the first. What you must realize is there is no shortage. If you miss one opportunity, another will open up, then another, then another. Your stream of opportunity never runs out. You don't have to tire yourself by trying to force things to happen. Just enjoy what you have and create more of what you desire. You must know that universe supports you in everything that you desire, and that there is nothing that you can identify, whether you articulate it or not, that the universe with holds from you. All things are given in the moment that you ask and accept. When you are specific about what you want, and you accept the path of least resistance, the energy flows through you toward your inspired idea, and you will manifest what you desire. However, if you want more than you believe you can achieve, we're out of balance. And if what you are accepting is less than what you want, we're out of balance. And so, you have to find your balance. You must know, believe and understand that you are creating what you call your future. In this moment, what you are looking for is balance in your thinking. In other words, Living in the present moment while giving thought to something you desire and expecting it. If you desire and expect it, it will be yours. If there is anything that I want you to take away from this is that you do not have to struggle to have what you want. Let the universe that links everything together and allows the seed to grow to take care of the process of the details. When you focus on the end result, you will be guided to the specific people, circumstances, conditions, techniques or strategies in how to go about bringing forth your desire. Furthermore, you will know that these people, circumstances, conditions, techniques or strategies are the right ones by the way you feel because you will feel positive emotion.
Rapid manifestation is about as accepting that whatever you desire is already yours now. Everything is created now. If you visualize or think about the future, you will wait longer than necessary to manifest what you desire. What this technique does is allow you to create in the now. It forces your mind to stay in the present while you create what you want. It is an active exercise where you are taken through the rapid manifestation process. It is short, simple, but extremely powerful. Since I have learned this technique, I have rapidly attracted everything I have ever desired. If you are ready to accept what you desire now, rapid manifestation can help you to attract it the shortest possible time. Washington D.C. was nasty as could be. As I sat on the bench waiting for my bus to arrive, I couldn't wait to get back to the backwoods of Louisiana. I had almost sat in a pool of blood that was on the far end of the bench, and I was ready to go. I truly hope people coming to visit our country don't make DC one of the stops. Anyway, before my bus arrived, I was approached by a nicely dressed elderly gentle man in need of directions. I told him I had no idea what he was looking for, as I too was just passing through. To this day, I'm not sure why, but we started talking as if we had known each other for years. We talked about life, people, and eventually the conversation turned to business. It was here that the gentleman saw something in me, I suppose, that made him feel like sharing what he said was the greatest secret ever told. He said everyone had heard it, but almost no one paid any attention to it, even though it was the one thing that could bestow a fortune upon any man or woman who used it. My ears were definitely starting to perk up. Something about his tone told me this man knew from whereof he spoke, and I wanted to know what the secret was. With a passion, he must have sensed my anxiousness because at that very moment he gave me a warning that was almost a scolding. I'll try to recount here as best I can the rest of our conversation. Man, do not make the mistake of shrugging off what I am about to tell you because you have heard it before. No doubt you have heard it already from at least one person in your life. You may have even heard it many times. Do you have any aversion to religion? Mister says. Me? No, I don't. I don't believe many preachers know what they are talking about or. Even what they are trying to teach, but I do know the Bible has a lot of great knowledge in it. Man, good. I would not want you to discount what I am about to tell you because it does come directly from the Bible, but its applications reach far beyond what most people can conceive of. It will take thought, intense pondering on your part, to begin to get some inkling of its power. This simple secret, when applied to business, will draw money to you as easily as water runs down a mountain. Even a fool can apply it and prosper. When applied to relationships, it will create more friends than you can handle. Laughing heartily, me, what is it? I'm dying to know now. Man, patience, Mister says. Patience. I will not give it to you as it has always been. Repeated by fools who have no respect or knowledge of what it even means.
No, I will give it to you another way. What type of business are you interested in? Me, well, I'm dabbling in mail order right now. I would like to place ads and sell books. Man, fine, fine. Mail order it is. Let me tell you how to create a fortune in this mail order. All you have to do is create the product you want to buy. Me, I don't understand. Man, you will. You see, you are your market. Whatever you want, there are millions of other people wanting the same thing. That elusive product you are looking for is the product millions of others are also looking for right now. All you have to do is create the product you want to buy, the product you yourself have been looking for. Once you have this product, what would you want the sales message to say so that you know this is the product you have been looking for? If someone else were selling this product, what would you want the ad to say? What would get you to buy this product? When you have that answer, that is the ad you want to create. Me, I see, hesitantly. Man, see the business across the street here. Pizza. I could triple the business that placed us inside of 10 minutes. That's what I did by the way, smiling. All I would do is walk into the business as a customer. I would sit there and imagine all the things that could be done to me that would make me a loyal customer to that business for life. What could they do for me that would make me feel this way? Once I had the answers to the question, I would implement them across the board. Every customer would be treated the way I had imagined. And without any doubt what? Soever that business would triple the profits it now makes. Me, I think I know. Man, wait, you don't really know anything yet. That's the problem with people. They brush something off because of where it came from or because they heard it many times. Leave that for fools. You won't know it until you have deeply pondered it and put it to use. Me, okay. Man, what I am telling you has power undreamed of. The simple words used to describe it cannot contain it. Does not do justice to it, and has been prostituted by blabber mouths who let wisdom fall off the lips with not even a single brain cell grasping what they are rambling about. What I am telling you is law, not man's law, but the very laws of nature herself. It's the way things work and those who truly understand it rise to the top in every field. Known to man, what people don't understand is that it applies to everything. This secret can be applied with virtually every step you take, everything you do, every word you speak, and everyone concerned profits by it. If you are a writer, write like you would like to be written to. If you are a salesman, sell like you would like to be sold to. If you are a speaker, speak like you would like to be spoken to. If you want more love, then love like you would like to be loved. If you want more friends, be the friend you would like to see. When you infuse everything you do with this secret it takes on a magical power. Businesses dominate the market, books become bestsellers, leaders attract huge and loyal followings. How would you like it? How would you respond to it? How would it make you feel? 
Those are great questions to think about every time you do or create something. You will get into the hearts and minds of everyone who comes under your influence if you will first think how you would have it done to you. I'm certain you already know the quote from the Bible I'm referring to. But don't repeat it, just ponder it and practice it. Me, I do. But I've never thought of how it could actually apply to everything in life. I, too was one of those fools who passed it over without so much as a second thought. I, really want to thank you for sharing this with me. Man, it's been a real pleasure talking with you Mr. Says, have a safe journey home. And with that, he was gone. The funny thing was, as I was riding home on the bus I, realized I never got his name, nor do I remember ever giving him mine. Maybe he saw, my luggage tag. I'm not sure, it really doesn't matter. What does matter is that I've, profited from that advice for the last 15 years. I'm not even really any good at it either and I've still pulled in huge amounts of money. Especially from the internet. This is one place this knowledge can really shine. People, have always asked me my secret. How come the Warriors is still here, with the same, products, with all this competition, after all these years? This one simple secret is the answer. I always ask myself how would I like to be treated by this company? What would I like to see? What would I like to get? How would I, like to be dealt with? Those simple questions are all you have to answer. When you do get the answers, put them into action and watch what happens. Create the site you've been looking for. Write like you would like to be written to. Sell like you would like to be sold to. Talk like you would like to be talked to. Deal like you would like to be dealt with. Create for others what you would like created for you. Excite others the way you would like to be excited. The new way to achieve all your dreams. By Stuart Lickman. Name something you want. It can be a weight loss goal, a money goal, a sales quota, a new house, a relationship, etc. It's entirely up to you. Since this book is about money, think about your money goals. How much more money are you seeking, anyway? A hundred dollars. Thousands. A million. Now let me ask you a blunt question, why don't you have it yet? Why don't you have the thinner body, or more money, or whatever it is you said you wanted? Well, now let me tell you something shocking, the fault isn't with the economy, your parents, your spouse, your neighbors, your mayor, the president or anyone or anything outside of you. There is only one answer to my question of, why don't you have it yet? And, I'll tell you what it is in a minute. Have you ever wondered why so many people have so much trouble getting what they truly want? Have you considered that there could be an easier way though life? Have you ever felt that life was just too much of a struggle? Most of us have, at one time or another, just felt that life was a royal pain. But the liberating truth is this, life doesn't have to be that way. What's the secret to making life a joy? What's the secret to creating more money now? And what's the answer to why you haven't achieved your goals yet?
It's in your own mind. No, not in your thoughts. Not in your conscious mind. The roadblock is deeper. It's where you rarely look. It's in your unconscious. In short, if there is something you are trying to achieve, you name it, and you aren't achieving it, chances are your unken. She is holds some contradictory intentions for you. Said another way, you want some thing and it doesn't. If you are typical, you are constantly giving yourself contradictory instructions, like, I want to lose weight, and I want the luscious piece of pie. Notice anything odd about them. Those statements are going in different directions. After years of such frustrating and contradictory messages, your unconscious gives up and starts to disregard what you consciously want. In other words, you cancelled out your own request. You said, I want money, but right. After that you said, or thought, I don't deserve it, or, money never comes to me, or, some other similar limiting belief. As a result, you usually didn't get what you said you wanted. But I have good news for you. All that is about to end. An introduction to cybernetic transposition. I define cybernetic transposition as putting yourself consciously in charge by creating effective communication between your conscious and unconscious minds, by consciously transposing successes from any part of your life into other ones where you consciously want to produce success, resolving self-defeating unconscious habit pat turns into ones that support you and by creating effective conscious communication with the part of you that knows what's right for you. Where did I get the two words that make up the term? Cybernetics is a term created by the incredibly brilliant Norbert Wiener who developed the discipline and who I used to see wandering the halls of MIT. Cybernetics derives from the Greek word for steersman or the person in control. In a very real sense, our unconscious mind acts as our massively powerful, massively parallel computer comprised of about 100 billion tiny computers called neurons. Usually, our conscious minds are pretty much irrelevant to the functioning of our unconscious. They'll be teaching you to change that, to bring your conscious mind into the loop so it, in a sense, becomes the steersman. So the first part of the definition is helping people to be more human rather than acting like machines that operate almost totally unconsciously, out of conscious control. Transposition is defined as the process of interchanging. In our case, we are taking a memory of success in one aspect of life or in the same aspect at a different time in life and transposing it to create success in a different aspect and, or time. Now that you have been introduced to the name of the process, let's move on to this. Covering how to use it to manifest your highest dreams. Ready. Three steps to more cash. You're about to learn how a tried and tested three-step process can transform your world and bring you all the riches you've ever imagined. I've proven this method will work by testing it on 50,000 people. Now you're going to prove it will work for you. First, let me introduce you to the basic three steps. 1. Create a target that defines what you want, one that is clearly understood by all. 
aspects of your unconscious mind. Think of the bull's eye of an archery target with its concentric circles enclosing a central red circle. Your unconscious mind needs something as clear as that circle, a target. That indicates exactly what you want. 2. Prioritize your target, flag it so that you will remain unconsciously focused on it while you get on with your normal activities. Imagine a large crows of people, all dressed alike in grey. Now picture one of them, holding up your highly graphic bull's eye target with the bright red center. Chances are, the target is what will catch your eye. That's what happens in your unconscious mind, when you have appropriately prioritized your target. 3. Resolve any self-defeating unconscious habit patterns that can prevent you from achieving your target. Your unconscious habits govern what you normally do in a situation. The most efficient way to go through life is to do a lot of things on automatic, except when those automatic habit patterns get in the way. In other words, most people have unconscious mechanisms that sabotage the desire to hit the target. When you clear those, you are free to hit the mark. One last thing, you don't have to believe this is going to work. You probably have your doubts. You probably want to raise a ton of money fast but are highly suspicious that this method will work for you. Well, I've taught my seminar to 50,000 people. Even the ones who didn't believe this would work still got results. The truth is this. 1. If you have a modest goal or target, you can use the basic three steps we've been talking about to achieve it. 2. If you have what feels like an impossible desire, you can use the super achievement process to achieve it. Either way, your results are just waiting for you. The 8 Myths About Creating Wealth by Nicola Grubisa. You have probably read or heard about various myths surrounding wealth and wealthy people, all of which hinder your quest for financial independence. Here are the most common and most destructive. Myth no. 1. How much you earn depends on how hard you work. If this were true, then the physical, blue-collar workers, who have been working hard for years, would have been the wealthiest people on earth. Of course, this isn't true. They form most of the workforce and the vast majority of the middle class. If you witnessed your parents coming home tired from a long day's work in your youth, you probably learned that money wasn't a sufficient reward for all that effort. People who work just for the money often have debts because they comfort themselves with whatever they can buy, beautiful things they lack when working. Myth no. 2. Being paid for something you enjoy isn't work and you shouldn't ask for money for doing something that is enjoyable. Check this with millionaires. They all have so much money that they don't need to work anymore. Nevertheless, they work for other reasons, challenge, satisfaction, fullness of life, activity, fun, and all are connected to a love for the work. If there was no joy in doing a certain task, they would do something else that would make them much happier and that enables them to realize the dreams. In fact, if you don't enjoy your work, you will never become wealthy doing it. 
However, just because you enjoy your work doesn't mean you shouldn't get paid for it. In fact, that is the ultimate goal, to get paid for what you already enjoy so it never feels like you are at work. Myth no. 3. You need to be in the right line of business to amass wealth. Do you think so? This must mean that all the people who are involved in the same business are millionaires. Of course, this isn't true. In each business there are winners and losers. Winners abound, even in businesses that consist of distasteful, to most, or impossible, work like sweeping the streets, collecting the trash, working in a factory, pumping gas, selling newspapers, etc. On the other hand, there are just as many losers in businesses like selling real estate, management or being a stockbroker. Myth no. 4. You need the right education to make a fortune. Are the most educated people really the wealthiest? Not at all. In this case, university. Professors would be the wealthiest people on earth. Ask them about the salaries, if you get the opportunity. The truth is vastly different. The wealthiest people are those who can convert the knowledge, or education, into money, in the best possible way. They can be highly educated people, like inventors, scientists, etc., were almost ignorant. Being formally uneducated does not equate to poor performance on the job or the inability to form a strong enough vision to carry a person to success, they can easily be experts without having a formal education. Myth no. 5. It used to be easier. Statistics show an increase in the number of millionaires in the world every year. Talking about the good old times only offers comfort and a convenient excuse. If you look around, you'll see there are people who behaved the same way in the good old times as they do now, yet the success has been recent. With technology and progress come new ideas, desires and needs and there are more business opportunities appearing daily to serve them. Myth no. 6. I'm too old, young. If you research the life stories of some of the most successful people, you'll see that. This isn't true at all. Some became wealthy early in their lives, perhaps from the stock market, while others found the fortune in their old age. Ray Kroc was more than 50 years old when he bought and made the first McDonald's. Myth no. 7. I don't have enough money to start. You have to spend money to make money. This is no different from any other excuse or myth. Like the others, it's obvious this one isn't true either. Many have made the fortune starting from scratch, living in an apartment are working out of the garage and yet they developed business empires that are worth billions of dollars today. The other elements of success are far more important than having seed money to start a business. Yes, often money helps and it certainly doesn't hurt. Like everything else discussed in other myths, it probably helps, but it is not always necessary. Myth no. 8. I'll begin when I know everything. Do you believe that you will know everything someday? Or even that you'll know enough to ever be really prepared now? The more you learn, the more you see what you still need to learn. 
Success and obtaining wealth is a dynamic process. Even if you could come out of the gate knowing everything there is to know, some of those elements will change immediately and many will change rapidly. If you don't decide now, nothing will happen. Live and learn. Some millionaires have even allowed themselves to go bankrupt and then, even faster, recreated the wealth, sometimes even greater than before. Money itself isn't the obstacle that is keeping you from being wealthy. Exercise, taking action, as much as you can. Make your workplace better and more efficient. After all, even if someone else signs your paycheck, you really work for you. Even if you are an employee in a large corporation, it isn't your corporation, but it is the only corporation through which you can prove what you are capable of right now. All of us have what it takes to become a millionaire. Born winners, yet few of us know how to take advantage of and cultivate the possibilities hidden inside our own mind. No one can ever grant you greater potential than your heart already holds you need. Only discover its contents to find the one true path to your success in life. Born with the seeds to our success, the greatest decisions must always come from the inside. You will discover a new, deep well of fortune, yourself. Six ways of thinking, rich. By T. Harvika. Rich people have a way of thinking that is different from poor and middle class people. They think differently about money, wealth, themselves, other people, and life. Let's examine six crucial differences between how rich people think and how poor or middle class people think. By doing so, you will have some alternative beliefs in the files of your mind from which to choose. In this way, you can catch yourself thinking as poor people do and quickly switch over to how rich people think. Remember, beliefs are not right, wrong, true or false, they're just past opinions which can be changed on your command. The fact is, you can choose to think in ways that will support you instead of ways that don't. 1. Rich people believe, I create my life. Poor people believe, life happens to me. If you want to create wealth, it is imperative that you believe that you are at the steering wheel of your life, that you create every moment of your life, especially your financial life. If you don't believe this, then you must believe you have little control over your life, and that financial success has nothing to do with you. That is not a very rich attitude. Instead of taking responsibility for what's going on in the lives, poor people choose to play the role of victim. Of course, any victim's predominant thought process is poor me. And presto, through the law of intention that's literally what they get, poor, as in money, me. Here's some homework I promise will change your life. For the next seven days, I challenge you not to complain at all. Not just out loud, but in your head too. I've given this little challenge to thousands of people and several hundred have personally told me that this exercise completely transformed their lives. I invite you to email me with the results of this experiment. I guarantee you will be astonished as to how amazing your life will become when you stop focusing on the crap.
It's time to decide. You can be a victim or you can be rich, but you can't be both. It's time to take back your power and acknowledge the fact that you create every moment of your life. That you create everything that is in your life and everything that is not in it. That you create your wealth and you create your non-wealth and everything in between. 2. Rich people play the money game to win. Poor people play the money game not to lose. Poor people play the money game on defense rather than offense. Let me ask you, if you were to play any sport or any game strictly on defense, what are the chances of you winning that game? Most people agree, slim and none. Yet, that's exactly how most people play the money game. The primary concern is survival and security, not wealth and abundance. So, what is your goal? What is your real objective? What is your true intention? Rich people's big goal is to have massive wealth and abundance. Poor people's big goal is to have enough to pay the bills on time would be a miracle. Again, let me remind you of the power of intention. When your objective is to have enough to pay the bills, that's exactly how much you'll get, just enough to pay the bills and usually not a cent more. You get what you truly intend to get. If you want to get rich, your goal has to be rich. Not just enough to pay the bills and not just enough to be comfortable. Rich, darn it, rich. 3. Rich people are committed to being rich. Poor people are uncommitted to being rich. Most of us have good reasons as to why it would be wonderful to be rich, but what about the other side of the coin? Are the reasons why it might not be so great to be rich or go through the process of trying to get rich? Each of us has a file on wealth in our mind. This file contains our personal beliefs that include why being wealthy would be great. But for many people, the file also includes information as to why being rich might not be so great. These people have mixed internal messages around money and especially wealth. One part of them says, having more money will make life a lot more fun. But then, another part screams, yeah, but, I'm going to have to work like a dog. What kind of fun is that? One part says, I'll be able to travel the world, then the other part responds, yeah, and everyone in the world will want something from me. These mixed messages are one of the biggest reasons that most people never become rich. In fact, the number one reason most people don't get what they want is they don't know what they want. Rich people are totally clear they want wealth. They are unwavering in their desire. They are fully committed to creating wealth. They will do whatever it takes to have wealth as long as it's moral, legal and ethical. Rich people do not send mixed messages to the universe. Poor people do. I hate to break the news to you, but getting rich is not a stroll in the park. It takes focus, expertise, 100% effort, and never say die, perseverance. You have to really commit to it, both consciously and subconsciously. You have to believe in your heart. You can do it and you deserve it. If you are not fully committed to creating wealth, chances are you won't. 4. 
Rich people think big. Poor people think small. We once had a trainer teaching at one of our seminars who went from a net worth of $250,000 to over $600 million in only three years. When asked his secret he said, Everything changed the day I began to think big. In my book, Speed Wealth, I discuss the law of income, which states that you will be paid in direct proportion to the value you deliver according to the marketplace. Another way of understanding this is to answer the following question, how many people do you actually serve or affect? For instance in my business, some trainers enjoy speaking to groups of 20, others are comfortable with 100, others like an audience of 500, still others want 5,000 people or more in attendance. Is there is a difference in income between these trainers? You bet. There is. Who are you? How do you want to live your life? How do you want to play the game? Do you want to play in the big leagues or in little league, in the majors or the minors? Will you play big or play small? It's your choice. But hear this. It's not about you. It's about living your mission. It's about living true to your purpose. It's about adding your piece of the puzzle to the world. It's about serving others. Most of us are so stuck in our egos that everything revolves around me, me and more. Me. But again, it's not about you, it's about adding value to other people's lives. It's your choice. One road leads to being broke and miserable, the other leads to money, meaning, and fulfillment. It's time to stop hiding out and start stepping out. It's time to stop needing and start leading. It's time to start being the star that you are. It's time to share your gifts and value in a big way. There could be thousands or even millions of people counting on you. Are you up to the challenge for our society and our children's sake? Let's hope so. 5. Rich people are bigger than the problems. Poor people are smaller than the problems. Getting rich is not a stroll in the park. It's a journey that is full of obstacles, twists, and detours. The simple fact is, success is messy. The road is fraught with pitfalls and that's why most people don't take it. They don't want the hassles, the headaches and the responsibilities. In short, they don't want the problems. Therein lies one of the biggest differences between rich people and poor people. Rich and successful people are bigger than the problems while poor and unsuccessful people are smaller than the problems. Poor people will do almost anything to avoid anything that looks like it could be a prob. Lem. They back away from challenges. The irony is that in the quest to make sure they don't have problems, they have the biggest problem of all, the broke and miserable. The secret to success is not to try to avoid or shrink your problems, it's to grow yourself so you're bigger than any problem. Imagine a level 2 character person looking at a level 5 problem. Would this problem appear to be big or small? The answer is that from a level 2 perspective, a level 5 problem would seem big. Now imagine a level 8 person looking at the same level 5 problem 
From this per son's perspective, is this problem big or small? Magically the identical problem is now a small problem. And for a level 10 person, it's no problem at all. It's just an everyday occurrence, like getting dressed or brushing your teeth. Whether you are rich or poor, playing big or playing small, problems do not go away. If you're breathing, you will always have so-called problems. What's important to realize is that the size of the problem is never the real issue. What matters is the size of you. Remember, your wealth can only grow to the extent that you do. The idea is to grow yourself to a place where you can overcome any problems that get in your way of creating wealth and keeping it once you have it. Rich people do not back away from problems, do not avoid problems and do not complain about problems. Rich people are financial warriors and when a warrior is confronted with a challenge they shout, bring IT on. 6. Rich people focus on opportunities. Poor people focus on problems. Rich people see potential growth. Poor people see potential loss. Rich people focus on the rewards. Poor people focus on the risks. It's the age-old question, is the glass half empty or half full? We're not merely talking about positive thinking, here, we're talking about a habitual way of seeing the world. Poor people come from fear. The minds are constantly scanning for what's wrong or what could go wrong in any situation. The primary mindset is, what if it doesn't work? Or, more bluntly, it won't work. Rich people, as we discussed earlier, take responsibility for creating the life and come from the mindset, it will work because I'll make it work. In the financial world, as in most other arenas, risk is directly proportionate to reward. Generally, the higher the reward, the higher the risk. People with rich mentalities are willing to take that risk. Rich people expect to succeed. They have confidence in their abilities, they have confidence in the creativity and they believe that should the do-do hit the fan, they can always make the money back or succeed in another way. On the other hand, poor people expect to fail. They lack confidence in themselves and in their abilities, and should things not work out, they believe it would be catastrophic. You have to do something, buy something, or start something in order to succeed. Financially, you have to see opportunities for profit all around you instead of focusing on ways of losing money. Acting in the certain way. By Wallace D. Wattles. Thought is the creative power of the impelling force which causes the creative power to act. Thinking in a certain way will bring riches to you, but you must not rely upon thought alone, paying no attention to personal action. That is the rock upon which many other wise scientific thinkers meet shipwreck, the failure to connect thought with personal action. We have not yet reached the stage of development, even supposing such a stage to be possible, in which a person can create directly from formless substance without nature's processes are the work of human hands. A person must not only think, but his personal action must supplement his thought. 
Your thought makes all things, animate and inanimate, work to bring you what you want, but your personal activity must be such that you can rightly receive what you want when it reaches you. You are not to take it as charity, nor to steal it. You must give every man more in use value than he gives you in cash value. The scientific use of thought consists in forming a clear and distinct mental image of what you want, in holding fast to your purpose to get what you want, and in realizing with grateful faith that you do get what you want. Do not try to project your thought in any mysterious or occult way, with the idea of having it go out and do things for you. That is wasted effort and will weaken your power to think with sanity. The action of thought in getting rich is fully explained in the preceding chapters. Your faith and purpose positively impress your vision upon formless substance, which has the same desire for more life that you have, and this vision, received from you, sets all the creative forces at work in and through the regular channels of action, but directed toward you. It is not your part to guide or supervise the creative process. All you have to do with that is to retain your vision, stick to your purpose, and maintain your faith and gratitude. But you must act in a certain way, so that you can appropriate what is yours when it comes to you and so that you can meet the things you have in your picture and put them in the proper places as they arrive. You can really see the truth of this. When things reach you, they will be in the hands of others, who will ask an equivalent for them. And you can only get what is yours by giving the other person what is rightfully his. Your pocketbook is not going to be transformed into a fortunata's purse, which shall be always full of money without effort on your part. This is the crucial point in the science of getting rich, right here, where thought and personal action must be combined. There are very many people who, consciously or unconsciously, set the creative forces in action by the strength and persistence of their desires, but who remain poor because they do not provide for the reception of the thing they want when it comes. By thought, the thing you want is brought to you. By action, you receive it. Whatever your action is to be, it is evident that you must act now. You cannot act in the past, and it is essential to the clearness of your mental vision that you dismiss the past from your mind. You cannot act in the future, for the future is not here yet. And you cannot tell how you will want to act in any future contingency until the contingency has arrived. Because you are not in the right business or the right environment now, do not think that you must postpone action until you get into the right business or environment. And, do not spend time in the present taking thought as to the best course in possible future. Emergencies, have faith in your ability to meet any emergency when it arrives. If you act in the present with your mind on the future, your present action will be with a divided mind, and will not be effective. Put your whole mind into present action. Do not give your creative impulse to original substance, and then sit down and wait for results. If you do, you will never get them. Act now. There is never any time but now. And there never will be any time but now.
If you are ever to begin to make ready for the reception of what you want, you must begin now. And your action, whatever it is, must most likely be in your present business or employment, and must be upon the persons and things in your present environment. You cannot act where you are not, you cannot act where you have been, and you can not act where you are going to be. You can act only where you are. Do not bother as to whether yesterday's work was well done or ill done, do today's work well. Do not try to do tomorrow's work now, there will be plenty of time to do that. When you get to it, do not try, by occult or mystical means, to act on people or things that are out of your reach. Do not wait for a change of environment, before you act, get a change of environment by action. You can so act upon the environment in which you are now, as to cause yourself to be transferred to a better environment. Hold with faith and purpose the vision of yourself in the better environment, but act upon your present environment with all your heart, and with all your strength, and with all your mind. Do not spend any time in daydreaming a castle building, hold to the one vision of what you want, and act now. Do not cast about, seeking some new thing to do or some strange, unusual, or remark. Able action to perform as a first step toward getting rich. It is probable that your actions, at least for some time to come, will be the same ones you have been performing for some time past, but you are to begin now to perform these actions in the certain way, which will surely make you rich. If you are engaged in some business, and feel that it is not the right one for you, do not wait until you get into the right business before you begin to act. Hold the vision of yourself in the right business, with the purpose to get into it and the faith that you will get into it and are getting into it, but act in your present business. Use your present business as the means of getting a better one, and use your present environment as the means of getting into a better one. Your vision of the right boosy. Yes, if held with faith and purpose, will cause the supreme power to move the right business toward you. And your action, if performed in the certain way, will cause you to move toward the business. If you are an employee a wage earner and feel that you must change places in order to get what you want, do not project your thought into space and rely upon it to get you another job. It will probably fail to do so. Hold the vision of yourself in the job you want while you act with faith and purpose on the job you have, and you will certainly get the job you want. Your vision and faith will set the creative force in motion to bring it toward you, and your action will cause the forces in your own environment to move you toward the place you want. Manifesting success with consciousness. By Ramez Sasson. For a long time you have longed to own a big, shiny, beautiful red car. Now it is parked in front of your house. It has a lot of space inside, it is comfortable, and it has many gadgets. You immensely enjoy and love driving it. Do you notice the special smell that is inside it, which is unique to new cars? Do you feel the joy that rises in you, while watching the admiring faces of your friends and neighbors? 
How do you feel now, after reading the above description? Pay attention to this feeling. For a few seconds you probably felt great, then your mind started to react, and said, Yes, I like the thought, but these things never happen in real life. It is just a daydream. Now all the magic is gone. Your mind spoiled the magic feeling and the dream. You can to let your daydreams and fantasies go on without destroying them. Do not comment negatively about them or throw them away as useless and groundless. When ending a daydream, move away to other thoughts, without criticism or comments. Must you say some negative words about your daydreams and show your disbelief in their being realized. Go on with your life as it is, but when you daydream or fantasize, do not destroy the dream by denying it the possibility of materializing. Do not worry that believing in your dreams will turn you into an unpractical, dreamy sort of person. Let them motivate and inspire you, and you will become a more practical and successful person. How did you feel when you received the key to your new apartment or the key to your new car? How did you feel when you were at the airport, going on your long-coveted vacation? What kind of feeling did you experience when you got a promotion at your job or when you succeeded in a project? How did you feel when you recuperated from an illness? Try to recapture the feelings and relive the happy moments, because there is great power in them. The feelings that accompany success are very important. Remember and relive the feelings that accompanied your past successes, because they are the magic of the future. If evoked intentionally and consciously, they can cause the materialization of your dreams. Rehearsing in your mind the feelings and emotions that accompany success, move invisible forces to create visible success in your life. These happy and success feelings generate pressure on the mental and astral worlds, causing them to bring the feelings into manifestation. Any thought associated with these feelings is moved into materialization. Whenever we experience success, we enjoy a great exhilarating feeling. By capturing and reliving this feeling you can turn it into the seed of a new success. If you think about something that you really want to realize, and at the same time you consciously generate this feeling of success in your consciousness, and stay with it, you can achieve wonders. This is the magic wand with which you can do magic and wonders. The right attitude towards success. If you examine your ambitions, desires and goals in a very sincere way, you may discover to your amazement that you have some fears of realizing them. You want something, but yet you are afraid to have it. You may wish for a different kind of life, but in your sub-conscious mind you fear the change. You may desire to get married, but you are afraid of marriage. You want to change your job, but you are afraid to make the change. This is because the familiar gives security. You can find many examples like these. When you have a goal, and at the same time you experience doubts and fears, you are actually driving away the materialization of your dreams. It is like sailing against the wind and the currents, you are pushed back all the time. These fears hide at the 
back of the mind and you may not be conscious of them. Analyzing any desire you have, and trying to find out if there is any resistance to bringing it about, will bring the fears into the open, and enable you to throw away your fears and inner breaks. Most people look at the world around them as something real and solid. The minds are chained to what they see around, the thoughts reflect the life, circumstances and events. Rarely will someone disregard his surroundings and circumstances and create in his mind a different situation. Surroundings and environment influence people's life, and they regard them as something they can do nothing about. When you become able to see in your mind a different kind of life, you stop being enslaved by circumstances and start creating your own life. Nobody becomes impractical, indifferent or weak, if he holds in his mind thoughts and images that are different and unrelated to his present life situation. It is possible to handle the affairs of life in the best way, and at the same time visualize and expect a different kind of reality. Use your imagination to see and feel in your mind a different situation or environment, and watch what happens. If you go on thinking the same thought it will materialize, if your mind is not opposing and resisting it with negative thoughts, fears, worries and doubts. Sometimes the materialization of your thought or desire may be delayed due to the fact that you are not yet ready for it. Maybe you need some more knowledge, training, or a new skill before you get what you want. Sometimes things happen suddenly in an unusual way, but most often they come in a natural, gradual manner. Consciousness and success. Your mind and consciousness are the creators of your life. The more conscious you are of yourself, the stronger you become. I do not mean being conscious of your body. Ego or who you are as a person. I mean conscious of being conscious, of the feeling of existence, the feeling of being alive, not from the point of view of the physical body. It is the inner feeling and sensation that you exist as a spiritual entity. It is the awareness of your inner essence, as something beyond the body and the ego. Consciousness is your essence. Without it you are not. It gives your personality and body the power to function. Because of it, you can walk, eat, work, study, talk and understand. It is this something that makes you feel alive. It is intangible, yet very real. It is your awareness of life, of being alive and existing. When you focus your consciousness on success, and fill it with the feeling of success, things start happening. When the certainty of success is saturated into the consciousness, you have a great power in your hands. Success consciousness means that you are certain of your success without doubts. Do you want a new job? Evoke feelings of certainty without doubts that you have already got it. Do you desire a wife, a husband, a vacation, promotion, a new car, or money? Do not entertain any doubts. Your consciousness should be focused and assured of success. How can you attain success if your consciousness is focused on failure and doubts? Become aware of your consciousness, of the feeling that you are, focus on it, and at 
the same time think of success and you have a mighty power at your disposal. Instructions on the use of feelings and consciousness for success. Whatever it is that you desire to bring about, try to feel as if it has already happened. Relive the happiness you experienced when you realized ambitions in the past and transfer this happiness and the feeling of achievement into the present moment and your success is assured. Feelings are very important for success. They are the current of power that brings success. They have to be living, strong, real and sincere feelings. In order to bring reals, feelings add fire and energy to a thought and make it strong. They are like the electric current, which makes instruments work. Success consciousness is a state of inner certainty, even if your current reality is far from what you want it to be. It does not cost you money to experience it. Do not let doubts and contrary thoughts and feelings enter your mind, and you are on the way to success in what you do. Evoke the certain feeling of success. Pour fuel into this feeling, and always keep it alive. Only by trying you will understand what I really mean. It is a state of consciousness, intentionally invoked, even though the outer circumstances are to the contrary. Consciousness has the power to create. What is in the consciousness comes out in the end. There is nothing supernatural here, this is the way nature works. It may take some time until consciousness manifests your ambition and desire in the outer world. It should be saturated with the utter certainty of success, not with just a faint belief. There should be complete lack of doubts, and only great certainty. Under these circumstances magic is released into the air. You may look at this process as if it is a game. Put aside your doubts for a while. Treat these interactions in a spirit of a game, fun and challenge. This is a serious subject, but by having fun with it, you reduce your tension, and are enabled to put forth more energy in a positive manner. Enjoy this process, and you will be surprised at the outcome. It is quite possible to put the focus on feelings and not only on thoughts. Feelings, if strong enough, cause things to happen, even if the related thought is only in the back ground. If the feelings and emotions are strong, and connected to an event or an object, this event or object becomes a fact. Those who have difficulty in visualizing pictures will certainly appreciate this approach. Think about your life, and you will find out that there were times that you had a certainty about something, without really trying intentionally to bring it about, and that thing happened. It might have been something positive and good as something else that was to your detriment. If you accept and follow what you have read here, you will be able to use this ability consciously. What you have read so far is actually about the power of creative visualization and thinking, but focusing more on feelings and consciousness, rather than on images and thoughts. Think about what you have read, and try to put it into practice. Let abundance and success enter your life. The Law of Cause and Effect By Tom Paine, the most profound of all the universal laws is the law of cause and effect. 
We all know it or know of it, but may have discarded the principle as biblical or old-fashioned. But yet it dramatically affects our every waking moment. The law of cause and effect states that, for every current effect in your life, there has been a specific cause. Every thought and every action generates a force of energy that returns to us in like kind. What we sow is what we reap. The law of cause and effect is an absolute, ironclad law of the universe. Everything happens for a reason, through and by immutable law, whether we know, understand or even accept the law. There are no accidents, no good luck and no bad luck. We live in a universe governed by rigid, uncompromising laws. You can't change it this law, cheat it or deceive it. It will operate regardless of your attitude to it. Comply by the law and you'll find success and happiness, defy or ignore it and you won't. It's that profound, and yet that simple. Jesus, the Buddha, Muhammad, and all the other great philosophers taught the law. It's throughout the Bible, it's taught in the Bhagavad Gita and the ancient scriptures every culture. The law applies in all three areas of your life, your physical world, your mental world and your spiritual world. For every action there is an appropriate reaction. If you slap your hand against a table, the table reacts with a slap against your hand. If you plant wheat, the ground responds by giving you wheat back, but if you plant weeds you also get more weeds in return. In a similar way, if you abuse or misuse another human being, if you steal and cheat your way through life, if you ignore the starving millions, the law of cause and effect guarantees a reaction sometime in this life or the next. Someone will abuse or misuse you, or steal from you, or you will go hungry. The law demonstrates itself in your life every day, whether you realize it or not. What? You put out comes back to you, and it doesn't just come back in the same volume. What you put out comes back to you multiplied, good or bad. Plant a handful of corn, seeds, and you'll gather a truckload of corn. Even a thistle has over a million seeds in its flowering head, ready to multiply and grow. Your life is the same. There are specific causes for success. There are specific causes for failure. There are specific causes for health. There are specific causes for illness. There are specific causes for happiness. There are specific causes for unhappiness. To understand how the law of cause and effect has affected your life, thus far, you need to honestly analyze and recognize what from the past has created your present situation. Having done that, if you want more of the effect you must increase the cause. If you want to change the effect, then you must change the cause. Whatever, or reaping today, agreeable or otherwise, is the direct and irrefutable result of what you sowed yesterday, or sometime in the past. And the good news is that you have complete control over your future, because what you sow today, you will reap in the future. If you wish to reap a specific harvest or result in any area of your life in the future, you must plant the appropriate seeds today.
your thoughts and actions are the cause, and your life's circumstances are the effect. What you think today literally creates your reality tomorrow, no ifs, no buts, no exceptions. As you think, so you become, is as true today as it was in ancient times. The universal law of cause and effect will not, and cannot be deviated from. It rigorously operates whether you accept it or not. Everything in your life is the direct result of the way you think. If you change the quality of your thinking the quality of your life will change as surely as night follows day. Changes in your outer experience will directly follow changes in your inner experience. That's the law. The only way you can prove the principle to be accurate is by personal application. By changing your internal processes, changes in your outer conditions can and do happen surprisingly quickly. There's nothing in your life, no health problem, no relationship problem and no financial problem that you can't permanently change with the application of this law. So a thought and reap an act. So an act and reap a habit. So a habit and reap a character. So a character and reap a destiny. Even something that you neglect, avoid, or procrastinate doing has an effect. Doing. Nothing is a cause in itself that has an effect, the consequences of which are inescapable. It's not the theory of cause and effect, it's the law of cause and effect. By understanding it, and applying it you can immediately change your life for the better. The unspoken secret to achieving big goals. By Joe Vitale. Years ago I attended networking meetings. These were usually breakfast or lunch boosy. Ness meetings where people exchanged business cards and tried to help each other get new clients. I spoke at many of these events. What I quickly noticed is that the same people seem to be at the same meetings. One observant friend said, it's the same people. And they're all starving. That's when I first learned about the concept of levels. That is, people tend to stay on the same level of business or social status. When they meet friends, it's usually in there circle of activity, whether church, work, school, or some club. As a result, they rarely get out of the level they are on. That's not bad. You can stay on the level you are at and do well. But if you want more, or if you find yourself starving on the level you're at, you'll need to go up a level or two. When I was speaking at these networking events, I was a notch above everyone in the room. This is not an ego thing. It's a social perception. I was seen as being at a slightly higher level than the audience simply by nature of being the speaker. I was the authority figure. As the higher teacher, I was elevated a slight degree on the level. But that's not good enough. If you want to achieve big dreams in business, you need to step out of your circle and network of peers and associates. You need to go to a group with wider, stronger, richer connections. You need to go up a level. How do you do that? In my case, my books brought me to the attention of other circles of people and higher levels of networks. For example, when I wrote The AMA Complete Guide to Small Business Advertising, 
For the American Marketing Association back in 1995, I was immediately put in a new level. I was now the author of an important book for a prestigious organization. This caused new people to contact me. Each of these people had their own network of people. More often than not, these networks were at a higher level than anything I had ever touched before. If you want to succeed in phenomenal ways today, you need to go up a level or two on the status scale of networks. The good news is email makes this a snap to begin. Anyone alive can be reached through email with some persistence and cleverness. That's how I first reached marketing superstar J. Conrad Levinson, direct mail legend, Joe Sugarman, and even Gonzo Daredevil Evil Knievel. I did it all by email. People write me all the time for favors. I'm now perceived as an expert, an authority, and an internet marketing pioneer. They want to associate the name a product with me. I love to help people, so I usually at least give people a chance. But I never endorse anything without seeing, using and loving what they have. This is important for me to maintain my level. Keep in mind that going up a level is different than thinking out of the box. You can be creative and still stay on your current level. Brainstorming with your neighbor is most likely different than brainstorming with, say, Richard Branson, the flamboyant owner of Virgin Records. The point is this, to achieve goals you've never achieved before, you may need to rise in levels and participate with new people on a new playing field. So the lesson today is to consider your current level, consider your goals, and consider what people outside of your network can help you achieve them. You may have to step out of your level and comfort zone to do it, but the step is well worth taking. It would take an entire book to fully explain the concept of levels. I don't have that space here. But before I end this short article, let me offer a handful of tips for going to a new level. 1. Write something of value new levels will admire. This doesn't have to be a book. This very article may introduce me to new levels. One of the main reasons my name is known to a vast majority of people online is due to the hundreds of articles I've written and distributed over the last 10 years. You can write articles, too. 2. Apply for membership in a prestigious organization. When I joined the Society for American Magicians, a very old club for professional magicians, I elevated my position among magicians. Joining the right country club a business group can do the same thing. 3. Create a join a mastermind group. Napoleon Hill strongly urged people to form masterminds. The trick to making them work is to be among people who are already successful in the areas you want to succeed in. The presence will help elevate you. 4. Write to people in higher networks. When I was first starting out as a writer, people way above me, such as famed copywriter Bob Bly, helped me. In later years, marketing gurus such as Murray Raffle and later Paul Hartunian, all helped me. I sim. Ply wrote to them.
They sensed my sincerity and offered guidance. Today I do the same for others. 5. Speak at associations or gatherings of people in higher levels. You'll need to have something unique to offer, but if you can deliver what these levels want, you'll be welcomed into the fold. Again, there is nothing wrong with the level you're on. You don't want to forget your friends or burn your bridges. I'm simply suggesting that if you have giant goals and big dreams, it may be time to take the elevator up a floor or two. Harness your mind to create prosperity. By Dr. Jill Ammon Wexler. Our overlapping worlds. We now know beyond a doubt that everything in the known universe, from the physical world to our innermost thoughts, is basically energy in motion. Actually our inner mental reality and the world's outer reality are an intimately interwoven quantum event. We are participants in an open and dynamic living universe. And we are actually living in two side-by-side -side overlapping worlds. Sounds strange, perhaps. But if you view your thoughts and memories as energy sources that exchange energy back and forth with the external physical world, you're right in line with modern quantum physics and neuroscience. Do you still doubt the impact of your mental energy on the physical world? Several years ago I had an experience walking on fire, this is real. The first time, across the red-hot 15-foot bed of oak coals, a fist-sized piece stuck to the side of my foot. I knocked it off and rejoined the line. And interestingly, although the coal had branded itself into the side of my foot, I had no burns at the end of the experience. How we create our reality. Today's PET scans let us see the brain actively change and grow with each thought. The power of a thought can no longer be excused lightly as a metaphysical theory. Each image of the outside world forms and changes your brain on a physical level. From these images our minds then construct what we call reality. For example, our eyes don't really see anything, they simply collect packets of light being reflected off an object. Those packets of light are transmitted into your brain as electronic signals. According to your past experiences, your brain then interprets the signals and tells you what you are seeing. Scientists are now saying what mystics have claimed for centuries, that life is an illusion. The illusion is that the world you perceive outside of yourself is actually the world as it really exists. After all, according to science, the real world is made up of nothing more than vibrating energy. We now know that each person creates their own version of the world, based on the beliefs, expectations, and past history. So how does all of this tie into creating prosperity? You ask. Just this, your interpretation of prosperity, is closely affected by what you imagine, visualize, desire, or fear, and reject. Enter the mind. Let's take a look at what prosperity really is. Viewed in terms of neuroscience, prosperity is a mental concept housed in our physical brain. The concept of prosperity lives in the conscious rational portion of your brain. I'm sure you can give an accurate 
definition of the word prosperity without becoming emotionally involved. But when I ask you, what does prosperity mean to you personally, everything suddenly changes. In a millisecond your subconscious mind briefly revisits your second grade best friend. Comparing the family's new Cadillac to your family's Ford, or perhaps when you want get a new bike, but we're told to be realistic about your family's financial status. Or being told you would never be truly prosperous without becoming a doctor or lawyer. Where does this happen? Deep in your subconscious mind. And unfortunately, the subconscious mind does not respond to logical reasoning about how those old les sons no longer apply. Does your lifestyle fall short of your dreams? You can be sure your subconscious mind is the source of what holds you back. And the problem is, each time you revisit one of those subconscious limiting thoughts, the neural tracts leading to it are physically strengthened. This is not theory. This is hard, observable science. There is only one way to overcome the subconscious stuff that keeps you from creating your ideal lifestyle. You're going to have to reprogram your neurons, your brain, cells, on a physical level. It's the sum, fast and easy, way to do this. Nope. Let's face it, if it was, everyone would be living the life of the dreams. But it is achievable. Your brain is shrinking or growing. We now know that the brain is not the unchanging organ we once thought it was. It is, actually, plastic, and physically changes with each thought or memory. When you think, perceive, remember or learn something, chemical messengers are sent from one neuron, brain cell, to another. And if you think that, something, frequently, or with intense emotion, the associated neural physically grows in strength. If you cease to think or recall something, like a bad memory, the associated neural pathway begins to physically break down, and will eventually even become non-functional. Of course if that bad memory has attached intense emotions, it will take longer. But there's something very important to be learned from that. Neuroscientists have found clear evidence that emotion strengthens the neural pathway holding any memory. Or thought. Emotion can be a powerful ally in reprogramming your mind. Harnessing the power of focused thought. Harnessing the forces of your mind to create your ideal lifestyle can be a truly exhilarating experience. Assuming you've decided you truly want to create the lifestyle you long for, let's lay out a practice run. Asterisk it all starts with a decision. That only takes a millisecond of time. Asterisk then you take a dramatic step. This one is life-changing. You get real with yourself. And ask questions like, what is prosperity to me? Is it a financial state, or does it have less to do with money and more with free time? What am I willing to give up to create a prosperous lifestyle? How will this look on a day-to-day -day basis? What do I have to change to achieve this? Asterisk next you make a commitment to do whatever it takes. The more intense your emotional commitment to create what you want, the faster you'll get it.
That's why it's so important to go after what you feel passionate about. Asterisk finally, harness the power of focused thought to reprogram your neurons. Here's an easy tool to begin to reprogram those neurons. Every morning get a 3x5 card and write a brief statement of your most important dream. Then on the other side list one specific thing you will do today to move closer to your dream. This must be real, specific, and achievable today. Put the card in your pocket or purse and do that specific thing by the end of the day. In only a month you'll be astonished at how your life has changed. Create a million dollar stream of income with your mind now. By Reed Byron. Have you ever felt that you've been cheated? Perhaps you purchased something and it didn't live up to your expectations. Maybe you bought something and it broke within a few days or found out later that what you purchased wasn't what you really wanted. For most of us, this has happened at least once in our life. My point in bringing this up is to point out to you how you are now focusing in your mind about that event. You remember it, don't you? You remember specific details of what happened, and you are probably in a bad mood because of it, aren't you? Well, I want to point out to you, right now, that you can stop those thoughts. Now, by concentrating on something else. Go ahead and think about what you would buy right now when you have a million dollars in cold, hard cash. That's right, you might be thinking of a new car, boat, mansion, toy, helping others, being financially free and perhaps you are even thinking of a vacation, a trip to Hawaii or other trips you would take. One person once told me that he was thinking about the words he would say to his boss when he quit his job. Now, as you are thinking about having your own millions dollars, what would you do? How would you feel when you have a millions dollars now? Now stop thinking about that and listen to learn how you can not just think about it, but actually create it in your life instantly. You don't think it's possible. Think again. If you've been going through the exercises I've just guided you through, you might not have noticed that when I asked you about being cheated, you got a little upset. When you remembered that experience in your mind, you literally create the same physical sensations that you experienced in the past during that event. Your mind accessed the same thoughts, feelings and sounds that you had at that time in your life. You might have felt upset or slightly angry when you remembered it. Then, if you thought about having your own million dollars, what happened? If you actually could imagine it in your mind, you really did think about what you would do. With it, you probably even could see yourself living a different life than what you are living right now. Did you do it? Did you experience it? I did. If you didn't, start from the beginning and to read it again, and this time, try to see it in your mind and honestly think about what you would do with your own million dollars. The fact is, that our minds are more powerful than we know. As humans, we can literally take something from our past and relive it over and over and over again. You might know someone who does this. Think about it.
Have you ever heard someone say almost the same thing when some thing goes wrong? Maybe they say, I had a bad childhood, or I'm no good at X, or some other negative statement that they have placed upon themselves. Without going into scientific details, you can learn to master your mind and use its creative, remembering ability to bring into your life whatever you want. Specifically, you can change your mind so you create not only abundance in every form, but you can actually create a million dollar income stream into your life now. How? By using the same tools that others use to bring themselves down into despair and create poverty, you can use those tools in new ways that bring you up into happiness and prosperity and create a million dollar income stream now. Just like you thought about what you would do with the millions of dollars, if you will. Do the following exercises every day, you will create million dollar income streams. In your life, it will happen instantly, effortlessly, and completely naturally as you trust. In the power of your mind to create what you want. Remember, what I am about to share with you are the exact steps to ensure your success. These are secrets. They have been hidden from the general population. For a reason. Now that they are going to be revealed to you, please honor them and take them seriously. Now listen. This is very important. Even though I know thousands, if not millions, of people will eventually read this material, only a select few will actually implement it. Why? Because even though the million dollar income stream will flow into your life, Effortlessly and naturally, it does require some effort on your part, only initially. After you set up the system, in your mind, it will be completely natural and effortless. So, I invite you to be one of the few who will use this priceless information. Do what needs to be done initially and then, reap the rewards for the rest of your life. Now, these are the exact steps to create a permanent million dollar income stream in your life now. Step 1. You must first eliminate all doubt from your being. Eliminate all hate. Eliminate all sorrow. Eliminate all excuses. In short, you must believe that this will work for you, because it will. So, step 1. Have faith that as you do this, it will work. Believe that it will work for you and it will. Step 2, you must take only 15 minutes a day to be by yourself, alone, to perform the millionaire exercise. I don't care if you have to go into your closet or bath room and lock the door, but you must do it. Don't question it, just do it. Step 3, you must close your eyes and repeat the following verbatim, word for word, preferably out loud for the entire 15 minutes. Every minute of every day, mil. Lions of dollars flow to me now, instantly, effortlessly, naturally now. Step 4, you must repeat that statement over and over and over again in a rhythmic manner for at least 15 minutes of every day for a two-month period. Step 5, after the two-month period of doing that every day, you must set a goal of exactly what amount of money you want to have. For example, if you want $1,468,920 you must start using this amount in your statements. 
So, you would say, 1,468,920 flows to me now, instantly, effortlessly, naturally now. Do this for the next three months. Step 6. During these next three months, after you are done repeating the phrase, you must think about either having that exact amount of money in your bank account, visualize yourself looking at your bank statement with that exact amount of money on your statement. Then, feel good about your accomplishment. Step 7. Circumstances and situations will start arising in your life that will allow this exact amount to manifest itself into your life. Simply be positive, remember you cannot doubt, for if you do, you will not obtain the money, and allow the universe to work its magic in your life. Step 8. Repeat steps 1 through 7. By doing so, you will acquire a million dollar income streams in your life. You now have the exact steps. Remember to use them. Thank you for allowing me to share these secret steps with you. I wish you complete success as you create your own million dollar income streams, now. P.S. If you are interested in additional help along your journey to create the permanent change you desire, please contact me about our audio CDs. Money, an illusion, a shadow of something else. By David Cameron. The first step to having wealth is to know what it is. And few people know what it really is, in and of itself. What is wealth? What causes it? What causes the cause of it? Let us start with money, the world's symbol of wealth, and then move deeper. Money is not real. Money is merely legal tender, a form of exchange. We use it to exchange value. Idwahida resents value. Money is the body of value. It is the physical representation of value that rises and falls in ourselves, within us. Not within things outside of us, but within us. For without us, what can the value of a thing, such as a car, be to us? Nothing, at least not to us. In other words, it is we, the observers, that place value in things, but this value is really value in us, we give value to the material things. The material things have no money value in themselves, we give that to them. So, money is the external physical representation of a particular section of our internal value, within us, within you. That is why, a house or a block of shares valued at $1 million today can fall to a valuation of half a million dollars tomorrow when fear is introduced into the hearts of those involved. The fear kills a portion of the internal values of the participants and that is reflected by the paper money, the body, of value. Here is something else, physical paper money does not even represent money in full. It cannot reasonably do that. By some estimates, and this varies from nation to nation, only as little as 4% of the money in the banks exists as paper cash. Imagine how much cotton, linen, pulp, and metal the world would need so as to make all the money every one has in his or her bank accounts. Imagine how much space it would take to store all this money in paper form. 
If you were to stack only one million one dollar bills, it would weigh one ton and be 361 feet high. Neither does money exist as gold reserves any more. This is for exactly the same reason, we ran out of the reasonable ability to keep a gold standard in the 1970s. So what does it exist as, the money that we are always talking about? Well, it is one massive illusion. It is all just numbers written on paper and computer storage devices and assigned to people and entities such as companies and investments, or more accurately, further records. To put it in another way, for every $100 or its equivalent in any other currency, only about $4 exists as printed paper notes or coins, while the remaining $96 exists as numbers written on papers and computers in banks and businesses and other entities. The only reason this system does not collapse is that we all believe in it. The last time people stopped believing in it in a large enough extent was just before the depression when large numbers of people rushed to the banks to withdraw the money and found that they could not all get it. This is not what caused the Great Depression, but it in a large way accelerated it. So, money is not real, something else is. Money is just the shadow of that other something. The first step to wealth is to know what money really is, or more accurately, what it represents. Learn not to look at the money most of the time. As you will soon see, it is very rare in a day that you should ever look at money as you know it today. The cash, the bank accounts, the costs, etc. This is merely the shadow and not the real thing. Looking at the shadow, the physical money, as you will soon see, is most of the time very unwise and unhealthy for you and your finances. Look, instead, at the value within you and within people, and the flowing and exchanging of this value between people. Our internal value, is what creates money. Money is, the shadow of our internal value. Develop this internal value in yourself and in others. Then your external money and wealth will correspondingly rise automatically, without fail. Know this however, money represents an aspect of a person's internal value, but that does not mean that it represents a person's entire internal value. That is very important. It is not about self-worth. Money only represents an aspect of that internal value that pertains to wealth. You cannot therefore say that a wealthy person has a higher self-worth and value than a poor person, but you can correctly say that in matters that relate and pertain to money, the wealthy person has a higher internal value in that aspect of value or that the person chooses to exercise a higher proportion of this internal value. This section of internal value that reflects on the outside as money, when exercised, is called wealth consciousness. It is available to all people equally and can be developed by and within all people equally. Like everything else that is important to our being alive, such as air, wealth consciousness is free to all. But you can choose to develop it or not develop it, or to exercise it or not. At any time, you can change your choice, and nothing outside of you can stop you.
You require nothing outside of yourself to increase your wealth consciousness, and, therefore your money. All you need is within you right now. You may have forgotten it, but it is right there. You will now remember it. And the first step to that is to always, remember that money is not real, it is the shadow of something else. And here is another secret, wealth consciousness is simply the expansion of your consciousness and awareness into the wealthy parts of yourself. That is why all that you need to increase your wealth consciousness is within you already. You are already wealthy, but you have been taught to choose to not experience your wealth. This insight changes everything. Like the wealthy people, you can now know how to and choose to start experiencing the wealthy you. You have more wealth capability within you than you can possibly experience in a life. Time. You need not worry that you have reached your limit of becoming wealthy in any way or because of any condition. Neither do you need to know how to convert wealth consciousness into paper cash money, as you will see, it will happen automatically. All you need to do is expand your wealth consciousness and exercise it, act on it, be it. And the situations and opportunities for the equivalent conversion into cash money will present themselves automatically to you. None of the extremely wealthy people today could have, at the time when they were not wealthy, possibly predicted and planned the exact sequence of events that would lead to their immense wealth. They most probably had a set of goals and a plan, but any one of them will tell you that they met countless coincidences and opportunities that joined the dots for them in ways they could never have predicted. The goals were their own doing, but the paths that led to them coming into being and exceeding them were amazingly intelligent yet unforeseen. You shall now see how to make them happen in your life. You may not be able to predict the sequence, but you can certainly make these fortunate coincidences happen to you every day of your life. By the way, it is not only paper money that is not real. A lot of the things around you that you hold surreal are really not real at all either. You are about to embark on a beautiful, empowering and liberating journey that will show you exactly what your world is in a way that you have never looked at it before. It is a journey that will open your eyes and free your wings. You are about to look under the hood of the life you are about to learn how to customize your world to your liking. You are about to attain wealth consciousness. Once you do, avoiding success and wealth will become very difficult. Yes, you read that correctly. Once you have wealth consciousness, it will be very difficult for you to not have success and wealth. Success and wealth will follow you automatically wherever you go. You will not need to concern yourself with the quest, yet they will find you. You will be free to experience other aspects of life that you may not have even dreamt of before, dimensions of self and life that are truly amazing. The same goes with happiness, for you will see it here in this book as well. Mind Power Hypnosis Script for Unending Prosperity by Alan Tutt.
Using mind power to attract money is really no different from using mind power to create any other experience in life. The principles are the same. 1. You have to have a strong connection to power. 2. You have to use a clear focus of mind to direct power towards creating what you want. And 3. You have to have faith in what you are doing. There are other conditions that help with the process, but these are the core conditions that must exist before anything can be done with mind power. Most people have a problem with one or more of those conditions, which is why their efforts to attract money into their lives fail more often than they succeed. In hypnosis, all of these conditions can be controlled and developed. If you think about the process that most traditions teach regarding how to develop your mind power abilities, they usually stress meditation, affirmations, or complicated rituals, and, or visualizations. These developmental exercises create the same conditions as hypnosis, but are much weaker at creating change. With hypnosis, you can use a much deeper level of mind, closer to the source of power. This makes all of your efforts work better. The following is a sample of how to use hypnosis to tap into the source of mind power, to attract money and a steady flow of prosperity. The best way to use this script is to record yourself speaking it and then listen to the recording. By following a recording, you are able to allow yourself to drift into deeper levels of mind, closer to the source of power. When you use your recording, you will want to set aside plenty of time to focus on the words of the script and visualize what they are describing. Try to imagine the images being described, and try to make those images be your entire reality. If you can, focus on the script to the point where you are not aware of your physical surroundings. Then you will have tapped deep into power. Hypnotic script to attract unending prosperity. Now, I want you to continue relaxing your body. Let all of your muscles in your arms and legs go completely limp and loose. There is absolutely nothing that you need to do right now, so allow yourself to relax 100%. Just think limp and loose, and your body will follow along. Limp and loose. Imagine that you are a rag doll, floating on a cloud, or in a raft on a softly swelling ocean. Lots of open space. Focus now on your breathing. Take nice, deep breaths. Slow and easy. Breath into a count of three. One, two, three. Breath out to a count of five. One, two, three, four, five. Do this several more times. Breathe into a count of three. Breathe out to a count of five. Breathe into a count of three. Breathe out to a count of five. Yes, you're doing very well. Here, with each breath you take, you are getting more and more relaxed. And as your body relaxes, the focus of your mind improves. Now that you are completely relaxed physically, we are going to start working on the spiritual level. If you have not already done so, I want you to close your eyes. You are now going deep within yourself, to a very safe place. You are now moving closer and closer to your spiritual source of power. 
The closer you get to your spiritual source of power, the better you will feel. This is a very pleasant, enjoyable experience. As I speak to you now, you are moving closer and closer to your source of spiritual power. You may imagine a staircase in front of you leading down into your inner self. This will be a safe and secure staircase, one that is obviously built with care and pride. There will also be a soft glow of light on this staircase. See the staircase now. There are 21 steps on this staircase. I will count the steps as we go down into the deepest parts of your inner self. With each step you take, you will feel a greater sense of peace, serenity, and love. Let's start going down now. We start with 21 steps to the bottom. As you take the first step, there are now 20 steps to the bottom. Take another step and it becomes 19, 18, 17. Taking each step brings you closer to the source of your spiritual power. 16, 15, 14, 13, 12. You definitely feel safe and secure in this place. It's almost like coming home after a long journey. 11, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. Deeper and deeper into your inner self. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. And now you reach the bottom of the stair. Case. You have reached the innermost center of your being. Take a moment to rest and adjust to the new feelings of peace, acceptance, and love. You will soon notice a door. This door leads to the source of all power. Just being out. Inside the door, you can feel the incredible power radiating from within. You may open the door and walk through now. The sense of power here is almost overwhelming. But you are quickly getting used to it. You are starting to absorb the power that is thick in the air here. You are breathing it. In which each breath that you take. Every time you breathe in, you are taking more and more power into your being, and each time you breathe out, that power is becoming a part of you. This power that you are breathing in is transforming you, giving you more abilities and powers. Soon, you notice that one of your new abilities is a sense of connection to everything in the universe. More and more information is available to your mind. You are getting smarter, wiser, and better at making judgments and analyzing information. This will come in handy when you want to check out new business deals and money-making opportunities. You will have an uncanny sense of what will be profitable and want to avoid. You understand now that the best way to make money is to offer the world something it needs. You understand that when you offer the world a good thing at a good price, you can make as much money as you want. And with each breath that you take, this connection with the universe is getting stronger and more reliable. Breathe in even more power and let this new ability become a permanent part of you. Now, you are noticing another new ability. You are able to focus your mind much better than you were ever able to before. You can make firm decisions and not be distracted by unimportant details. This new ability will be very important when working in business. 
in creating unending prosperity. This new ability will also be important when you are directing power to create specific conditions. And with each breath that you take, your ability to focus your mind gets better and better. Breathe in more power and let this enhancement become a permanent part of you. While we are here now, we will also use the unlimited power that is available to you to create a money magnet that will bring money into your life from every possible direction. If you will look around, you will notice a strange looking machine. Walk over to that machine, and you feel the power getting stronger and stronger. You will notice that this machine has a large antenna and two metal plates on which to place your hands. Place your hands on the machine and focus your mind on what you want. As you do this, the machine is taking the images from your mind and sending them out into the universe with power to create that which you desire. Visualize money and everything you can do with the money. Imagine lots and lots of money, piled high and overflow. Ing. Allow yourself to get excited about having lots and lots of money. Enjoy the feeling of gratitude and satisfaction that you will experience having this money. Pour all of this through your hands and into the machine. Keep filling that machine with more and more images of money and what that money will do for you. Continue to breathe in power and send more images of money into this machine and the fun you will have with it. When you feel that you've given the machine as much as you can, take your hands off of the plates and take a step back. Relax and let yourself recharge after your efforts. You have created a future for yourself that will be filled with money and everything else you have imagined. You have done well. Sit down for a while and let yourself continue to breathe in the power of this place. As you continue to breathe in power, your new abilities will get stronger and more permanent. Your connection to everything in the universe is getting stronger, and you are able to know more and more about the business deals that you will be working on. You will know what projects will be profitable and which ones to avoid. New ideas are coming to you now for business projects that you will enjoy working on and will also enrich the world greatly. You will know how to market and sell what you offer to the world. And, with the new degree of focus and determination that is growing within you, your success is guaranteed. It is now time to return to the outer world. Find the doorway that led you to this special place. Go through this door and back to the staircase of 21 steps. As you place your foot on the first step, you allow yourself to mentally run through all that you have done. Down here, you have made a lot of progress in this short period of time. It has been a wonderful experience. But you are ready to return to the outer world and make use of the knowledge, wisdom, and power that you have gained. So, let's start going up the steps, counting the steps as we go. Step 1, Step 2, 3, 4, 5. You are feeling very satisfied with yourself and the progress you have made. Step 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. When we get to the top of the staircase, we will be in the outer world, ready to move on to other tasks and projects. 
Step 11, 12, 13, 14. You, if feeling more and more awake, you are starting to feel your physical body again. Step 15, 16, 17. Take a deep breath and notice your body becoming more energized. Again. Step 18, 19. Almost fully awake, feeling very refreshed and satisfied with your self. Step 20 and Step 21. You are now fully awake and aware of everything around you. Open your eyes and greet the new life you have created. You have made a lot of changes for your life during this session. You will notice many things that seem to be different from what you remember them being before. This is normal and is to be expected. Everything that has changed has been an improvement. So you will enjoy the differences. Give yourself some time to adjust to the new conditions of your life. When you feel settled with the changes you've made during this session, you may repeat the session to create even more improvements in your life. May you find everything you always wanted. God bless. Creating Wealth by Karim Haji Ever wonder how some people have a lot of money and just keep making more and more money, while some people struggle to make ends meet, even though they keep doing everything they can to make more money? Or why some people always have the money to buy what they want while others continue to pile up the debts even though they have a decent job? I'm going to explain why this happens and how you can become one of those people who is always living life with a positive cash flow, positive wealth consciousness. Over the years, through research, interviews and teaching my creating power system, I've learned that people who have a great deal of wealth and people who maintain a positive cash flow have developed a positive wealth consciousness. In short, they always have money because they always believe they will have money. As a result, they continuously attract money and money-making opportunities, while at the same time they find ways to save money and make the money work for them. Now it wasn't always this way. Not all of them had money to start with, in fact most people earned the money and continued to find ways to make more money. I remember talking to a good friend, Ivan, who owns a chain of hotels across the United States and is now expanding into Canada and overseas. He explained he had come from an immigrant family, his father worked as an accountant and later opened a retail store while his mother put herself through school, eventually becoming a nurse. I'm not going to bore you with his entire life story. But my point is he didn't have a family that gave him a million dollars to start his venture. Instead he started off working for his father, eventually took over the business, bought another, made it a success, sold it and bought another until he got his first hotel just outside Dallas. I asked him, were you ever nervous? Did you ever think about failing? Did you ever have those what-if thoughts? He answered, they entered my mind, but I dismissed them rather quickly, I just thought about making it happen and convinced myself that it would happen. After that I never doubted I would succeed, I just didn't know how big this whole thing would get. 
In short, Ivan developed a positive wealth consciousness without being aware of what he had technically done, but he had trained his mind and subconscious to focus only on creating wealth. So what is a positive wealth consciousness? This is the process of believing that you can and will make money. It involves believing that it is your right to make money and create wealth. It requires that you focus on all the good things that your wealth can do for you and those around you. It means understanding that if you have more wealth you will help more people. It means putting your ego aside, not desiring wealth so that you can show off and say, look at me, I'm rich. Instead, it means saying, yes I have a lot of wealth and that allows me to take care of a lot of people, including my family and all those that I help when I spend my money. Yes you will spend your money, let's face it, the more you have the more you will spend. This is the basis of creating a wealth consciousness. Because you believe that having money is not a good thing, then you will never have any money. No matter how hard you try. Once you get this new belief, that having money is a good thing, into your system then you can begin attracting wealth. In order to attract wealth you need to first look at where you are now and then create a realistic plan for the next three months, six months, year and five years. If you're in debt and don't have a job, aiming to have a million dollars in six months is not being very realistic. Instead your first priority should be to get a job and get out of debt. If you already have a job and you want to make more money, then give yourself some realistic tar. Gets for the next three months, six months, year and five years. Now I know some of you will say it's difficult to make money, I don't know what to do to make more money, I'm in debt and don't know how to get out. For every problem there is a solution, otherwise we wouldn't have problems. Focus on finding a solution. Train your mind to focus on the solution. Start sending the messages to your subconscious that you want a solution. Do this regularly and you'll get answers. The money won't fall from the sky but you will be guided to it. How do you train your mind? You first focus on what you want. Let's say you want to find a job, you start telling yourself, I know what to do to find a job. I'm doing the right things to find a job. I've got the right job. Then start thinking of all the possible things you can do to get a job. I know you may say, I've done all that, and still have nothing. The only reason you don't have anything is because you're not looking in the right place. Or not paying attention to the signs along the road. You may be dead set on getting a particular job. And ignoring all kinds of other opportunities. The same applies if you're trying to make more money. You may be bent on making money a certain way, in the process you're ignoring the other opportunities that are being presented, often dismissing them. I had a student who wanted to make more money. He thought the only way that he could make more money was by expanding his business. He did that, but didn't make as much as he thought. Once he started working with the creating power system he started paying attention to the other opportunities. 
He ran into an old friend while he was car hunting and to cut a long story short, they decided to partner in some real estate ventures, and things took off. He still has his business, but the additional money he wanted to make, money that he thought he could only make from his business, came from a completely different source. This only happened because he paid attention to the signs along the road. He was presented with a number of other opportunities before partnering with his friend, but they didn't seem right to him. Eventually he made the right choice because he was calm, and believed that he would get the right opportunity at the right time. That's the other ingredient needed. You have to be patient and trust that you will get what you need and want at the right time, but remember, you have to put that ego aside and go with what is best. My friend Ivan, who owns the hotel chains, examined a number of business opportunities before buying his first hotel, including buying a 50% stake in a used car lot. The used car dealership is still successful, but it pales in comparison to where he is. Now, about the used car dealership he said, at the time, it just didn't feel right. I went through the books, knew it would be successful, but I just didn't see myself doing that. You have to go with what fits for you, just because it's a good opportunity, doesn't mean it's right for you. Ivan passed on that deal and two months later he bought his first hotel, that was in 1993. But he was willing to wait for what he thought felt right. What you can do to attract wealth. There are a number of things you can do to attract wealth, no matter what your situation. You simply have to get your mind to work for you and not against you. Here's a little exercise you can do. Get a notepad and a pen. Now start thinking about making money or improving your finances. Write down all the thoughts that come to mind. When you think about improving your finances or creating wealth. Be honest, only you will see this list. Keep going until you feel you've had enough. Keep adding to the list over the course of the day. Then when you feel you've got enough, take a look at what you wrote. Underline the thoughts that are positive and circle the thoughts that are negative. How many are negative? Any negative thought you have about money or Improving your finances is tied to a belief that you have about money and only works against you. If you think it's difficult to make more money, you'll only have difficulties when it comes to making money. Why? Because your subconscious mind is only going to create your reality based on your beliefs. It doesn't care if these beliefs are good or bad for you. It simply acts on your instructions, and those instructions are your thoughts and beliefs. So change your thoughts and you change your beliefs. Change your beliefs and you change your life. Fears, a detour on the road to success. By Boris Veen. If you are like most people, you are often confronted with fears that hold you back. Consciously or subconsciously. Although you weren't born with them, you are under the strong influence of the environment that implanted them. You might even be tempted to think that worry and fear is the primary base from which your actions stem. Salespeople know of this powerful influence. 
people buy truckloads of insurance in preparation for some disaster that might happen. It is better to be safe than sorry. Do you have an extra set of keys or two for your house or car? Do you buy food, drinks or even pills that will help you improve your complexion or lose unwanted weight? Whether it is a fear of losing something good or getting something bad, fear is a driving force that is always there. New situations in life force you to confront a new set of fears. You may even comfort yourself by saying it isn't so bad. Have you ever made a doctor's appointment, a dentist appointment or a hairstyling appointment only to arrive in the respective waiting? Area with no pain of the best hair day you've had in a long time. Now you want to go home. Fear is a powerful motivator. Some of the more common fears are 1. Fear of the unknown. 2. Fear of failure and rejection. 3. Fear of loss, losing what you have. 4. Fear of facing reality. 5. Fear of disapproval. You have to deal with all of these fears if you want to succeed. You cannot deny them or banish them to your subconscious, as that will only add fuel to a fire that will probably and suddenly burst out beyond your control. Like fires, fears are easiest to squelch when they are still small. Confront your fears and banish them forever. Start with the fear of the unknown. There isn't a person alive that isn't apprehensive, nervous or even fearful of entering new territory, wandering into the great unknown. What will it hold? How will it change you? Will you be able to handle the situation or complete the task? Will you know what to do and have the ability to do it? Will you be laughed at? Will it be worth it? One way of confronting the unknown is to recognize that without action you will never escape mediocrity. The primary difference between people who fulfill the dreams and those that don't is action, the former move from words to action, the latter never get beyond the words. Ask yourself, what could I lose if I begin to act? Answer frankly. Typical answers are time, pride and so on. You should note that these answers are merely superficial. What could I gain? An experience that will, without a doubt, make you richer, maybe. Financially, and one that will bring you closer, above all, to success. You shouldn't forget that it is self-confidence, overcoming your fears and changing your habits or undesirable attributes, like transforming yourself from timid to outgoing, that bring you a step closer to attaining your desires. I remember a case where a young entrepreneur was taking an exceptionally long time to decide whether to start a new business that excited him or not because his mind told him that he wouldn't succeed. After a conversation we had, he decided to start the business because he felt this was his path. He didn't succeed, in fact, the results were pretty awful at first. I was surprised a year later when I received a kind letter from him thanking me for the time I had spent with him. He wrote that he has been a changed man since then and that he is enjoying what he is doing for the first time in his life. He wasn't doing well. 
financially, in the beginning, but gradually he built a firm foundation and is now earning. Well, if I hadn't made the choice and taken that first step, he added, I wouldn't have known that work exists that can bring in both money and pleasure. My first financial failure was a small price to pay for such awareness. More importantly, it enabled me to identify the fear that had been present in all my business and personal decisions in the past. Today, I laugh at the limits I was living under then. Now, I'm happy to meet new challenges and I have been succeeding in everything I do lately. If making a decision appears too difficult, take a piece of paper, divide it in half and write out the pros and the cons. More often than not, the against side is filled with circumstantial objections, like a lack of self-confidence, or I don't have enough money or time. The substance of these objections cannot compare to the reasons for doing something. Most of your reasons for not doing something are probably based on weak excuses. If you are afraid of doing something, your mind will find a way to make sure that you don't do it, will even stand in your way and prevent you from doing something that it perceives you do not want. Be sure to address all your fears first and then take that piece of paper in your hands once again. Chase your fears away and consciously decide to take a chance in life. Trust me, it's usually well worth the trouble. Of course, the decision, as always in life, is still yours. Creating the Prosperity Mindset by Randy Gage The note was scrawled across the back of a flyer for the chaplain program. It was writ, 10 by a parishioner, right after a Sunday service I had given at my own church. I hadn't realized until you pointed it out that it's the rich people who are the spiritual ones, he wrote. I guess those slaveholders were on the right track. The only thing wrong was the prosperity consciousness of those slaves. No doubt the writer was being quite sarcastic, and thought his comments would expose the absurdity of my teaching, and support his beliefs which it's safe to assume, or that it is somehow spiritual to be poor, and that rich people are exploiting the poor. It's fascinating that he would pick such an analogy, because I do believe that in many cases, rich people are operating at a higher consciousness than poor people. That's why they are rich. I also believe people who allow others to steal the freedom have serious issues of prosperity consciousness. Since he didn't sign his note, he won't discover that instead of seeing irony in his comments, I see an element of truth. Imagine the amazement and shock he might feel. Perhaps you are feeling the same way now. The fact that rich people have amassed wealth indicates that they are living by at least some of the spiritual laws that govern prosperity. Of course, this does not mean that all Rich people are spiritual and all poor people are not. Prosperity is a synergy of a numb. There are factors, including a strong spiritual connection, optimum health, great relation, ships, rewarding vocation, and, yes, the material aspects. So, rich people who are sick, bitter and lonely are certainly not prosperous. By the 
Same token, however, if you are healthy, spiritually grounded, have a great marriage, but struggle to pay your credit cards each month, you are certainly not prosperous. Either. In the book, As a Man Thinketh, James Allen relates how usual it is for people to say, many men are slaves because one is an oppressor, let us hate the oppressor. He then goes on to note the increasing tendency of people to say, one man is an oppressor because they are slaves, let us despise the slaves. The real truth is that both the slaves and the oppressor are co-creators in ignorance, lack, and limitation. While it seems that they are victimizing each other, in reality, they are each victimizing themselves. Prosperity and human dignity are both based upon value received. An oppressor can not sustain prosperity because he is exacting more than he returns, and will ultimately bankrupt his own consciousness. A slave gives not enough value to himself and like wise ends up in a state of spiritual bankruptcy. As the Course in Miracles teaches, they are no victims, only volunteers. The person will remain weak, dependent and miserable by refusing to raise his or her consciousness. The person can reject servitude, conquer limitations, and achieve greatness by raising his or her consciousness. To quote again from Alan's book, a strong man cannot help a weaker unless the weaker is willing to be helped, and even then the weak man must be strong of himself, he must, by his own efforts, develop the strength which he admires in another. None but himself can alter his condition. It's tough to develop the strength to be prosperous, if you're being continually programmed that it's spiritual to be poor. Especially if you're not even aware you're being programmed and it's on a subconscious level. To experience true spiritual prosperity, you have to be manifesting prosperity in all areas of your life. Yet if you're doing okay in most areas, but you don't have much money, it's easy to fall into the trap our note writer did. You want to believe that somehow your reward is coming later, heaven perhaps, and that you will in some way be compensated for living your current life of limitation. After all, who among us wants to believe that we are suffering needlessly, or have riches at our fingertips, but refuse to partake in them? Now to be fair to our letter writer, he certainly isn't alone. This kind of thinking is quite pervasive today. So why would I write a book with a message, sure to threaten so many people? Because I fear what will happen to them when they are not threatened. I take the privilege and the responsibility of my platform seriously. In fact, I consider it sacred. I speak the messages I perceive people need to hear, not necessarily the ones they want to hear. It pains me to see anyone anywhere experiencing poverty and lack in the life. When you think about it, the idea of me giving a Sunday church service is kind of funny. I was raised atheist, and entered a church only twice in my first 30 years on the planet. Once by accident, and once for a wedding. When I found my way to the church I would eventually call home, I was unemployed. Had no car, was $55,000 in debt, and selling my furniture to eat. My health was shot. 
My relationships were an absolute mess, and I couldn't have been more unhappy. By the time the furniture was gone, and I was eating macaroni and cheese three times a day, I discovered a very fascinating thing. I came to understand that success and prosperity had almost nothing to do with opportunities, chance, luck, or even training, education, or skill. It had everything to do with consciousness, beliefs, and even subconscious programming that you aren't aware of. Poverty is not an absence of money and things, it is a mindset. Prosperity is not an abundance of money and things, it's also a mindset. When I began studying the laws that govern prosperity, I embraced the principles out of desperation. I applied those principles, and you'd be hard-pressed to find anyone who has had a greater degree of turnaround. I am truly blessed, manifesting abundance in all areas of my life, in ever-increasing ways. This only happened because I was willing to confront my weaknesses, discover and eliminate the insidious lack programming I had, and replace it with positive program. Ming. To this day, I am ever vigilant, mindful of what I allow myself to watch and listen to, and the people I associate with. I had to get out of my comfort zone, brave fears, and face up to my beliefs. Once you have done this, you feel called to help others challenge the self-limiting beliefs that are holding them back from the greatness. That was the motivation I felt that morning, as I spoke at church, and the motivation that has me writing this book for you now. Money is part of the magic in life. It is an enabling force that allows you to be the real you. It allows you to go where you wish to go, do what you wish to do, and become whom you desire to become. Money is God in action. Poverty causes people to lie, cheat, steal, and even kill. There is nothing spiritual about poverty. Yes, poverty really does suck. Some of the people in my audiences are shocked when I make the statement that it is a sin to be poor. Of course, Charles Fillmore shocked the religious community of his day when he made that proclamation almost 100 years ago. It still has the power to stun people today. Yet if you learn the actual translation of sin, it means to miss the mark. The course in miracles defines sin as a lack of love. I believe both characterizations are accurate. When you are providing true value to the universe, you are rewarded with riches. That's the way the universe works. All the time, with no exception. When I speak to an audience, or write a book like this, I want people to understand a very simple, but very important thing. They can't help anyone unless they have first help themselves. Or as Reverend Ike would say, the best thing you can do for poor people is not be one of them. It doesn't serve God or you, if you're broke, sick, unhappy, or in dysfunctional relationships. You have to believe you are worthy of prosperity in all of its forms. Then as you walk the path of spiritual consciousness, you will find that you begin to manifest it more every day. And that is what drives me to do what I do. So if I shock you, offend you, or threaten 
you with what I write, please evaluate why that might be. And know that I am coming from a place of love and wanting the highest good for you. I want you to be healthy, happy and rich. How to attract more money into your life. Two things you can do right now. By Michael Lozier. One of the most common questions people ask me about the law of attraction is how to use it to attract more money. Money is simply the energy of abundance, and the law of attraction can therefore be used deliberately to increase abundance in our lives. To understand how to increase the energy of abundance, consider this, the law of attraction is all about vibes. The word vibes comes from the longer word, vibration. All energy is vibration. We commonly use the word vibe to refer to experiences that give off a negative vibe or a positive vibe. So, when we say we get a good vibe or a bad vibe from an experience, we are actually describing positive vibrations and negative vibrations. Here is an important concept that is vital to understanding how to use the law of attraction. Vibrations are generated as a result of the thoughts and words we use. A vibration is simply a mood or a feeling. In every moment, we are emitting, sending or offering a vibration. In the vibrational world, there are only two kinds of vibrations, positive and negative. The law of attraction is a powerful, universal law that simply responds to our vibration by giving us more of the same, whether wanted or unwanted, in every moment, including right now. Definition of the law of attraction, I attract to myself, whatever I give my focus, attention, or energy to, whether wanted or unwanted. The law of attraction is an obedient law. Understanding that, we want to become more deliberate offerers of the vibes that we are emitting. Using the law of attraction to increase our abundance. We have learned so far that all feelings give off vibrations, either positive or negative. Abundance is a feeling and that's good news. Why? All feelings can be duplicated. Abundance is a feeling, and that feeling has a corresponding vibration that we can duplicate. In many cases, people are duplicating the feeling of lack, sadness, or hope. Lessness simply by the thoughts and the words they use. Given that we can generate feelings by our words and thoughts, we can learn how to duplicate the feelings of abundance more intentionally, using our words and thoughts. The best news of all is, the law of attraction doesn't know if we are generating a thought by, remembering, pretending, creating, visualizing, or daydreaming. It simply responds to our vibration in that moment. And, we can only hold one vibration at a time. By creating the vibration of abundance more deliberately and more often, we are increasing abundance in our lives. I suggest that you commit to this process of deliberately duplicating the vibration of abundance, by using your thoughts, for the next seven days. Start today. Here's the exercise that will help you do that. Part 1. Build a list of all the sources and resources where money in abundance can come from. Most people when asked, how could you get more money? 
reply that they could work more to earn more money. The belief that the only way to increase your abundance is to find a way to earn more money is a limiting belief. There are actually many, many other ways that abundance can increase in your life. Here are five sources of abundance. Start with these and build your list to 60 sources or more sources of abundance. Someone treats you to lunch or breakfast or dinner. Someone gives you free advice or coaching. You receive gifts. You receive free transportation or lodging. You get your third cup of coffee free. Part 2. Keep a daily log of all the sources from which you are receiving abundance. This will significantly help you to notice abundance in your life. Keeping a daily log shows you concrete evidence that abundance does exist and is increasing in your life. Celebrate. When you notice abundance, celebrate the evidence of it in your life and while celebrating, know that you are offering the positive vibration of abundance. Remember, at every moment, including right now, the law of attraction is checking to see which vibration you are offering, responding to that vibration, and giving you more of the same. Here's a great tip. Two minutes a day of deliberate attention to abundance is better than no minutes. This exercise will have you emitting or offering the vibration of abundance more deliberately and more frequently. Have fun with this. Start doing this exercise for the next seven days and notice the things you can now start. Telling yourself, I'm so abundant. I've attracted evidence of abundance every day for the last seven days. I'm so abundant, I've attracted 100s of dollars of free advice in the last seven days. Become a deliberate offerer of your vibration and the law of attraction will obediently bring you more of the same. The secrets of logging on inside to succeed by Bob Skienfeld. Logging onto the internet today is just about as amazing as making a phone call. At the very least, we rely on it to communicate, research, sell, buy, and find recreation. But as amazing as the internet appears, it has its limitations. However, there's another network you can access to get the help you need to succeed. It's much larger and older than the internet, infinitely more powerful, and doesn't require a computer. It's the invisible net work, and the mindset and system for tapping into it is what I call the 11th element. The internet connects us at the conscious level, while the invisible network connects us beneath our conscious awareness, at an unconscious level. Once considered, new age, or way out, today international scientists, including those at Harvard University and Stanford Research Institute, among various other private institutions, are documenting the unconscious as a real and potent force. You have already connected. Have you ever known something was going to happen before it actually did? Or picked up the phone knowing intuitively who was on the other end? Perhaps you've known what someone else was going to say before they said it. You've certainly had hunches that proved to be accurate. Where do you think this knowledge came from? Rob Strasser, once a top executive with Nike, had a hunch, a feeling that the company 
should invest major resources in the new Nike Air line of shoes. Without any hard data backup, he pushed the project forward despite tremendous resistance from the management team. Nike Air ended up being one of the most successful product launches the company ever made. Where do think Strass's feeling came from? Stare at anyone through car window glass at a stoplight or in a crowded mall or sitting several seats in front of you in a theater. Often the person will turn to look directly at you because they felt you staring at them. How did they know not only that some one's looking at them, but where that person is? When I was 16 years old, I was in a bad car accident at 3 o'clock in the morning. At that exact moment, my mother woke up, sat straight up in bed, and knew something bad had happened to me. How could she possibly have known? Why do you think you have an instant attraction to a dislike of someone you've met for the first time? Why do you feel you can trust them or that they make you feel uncomfortable? All these unexplainable experiences are examples of how we constantly log onto the invisible network without consciously intending to. The real question is not, is there really an invisible network connecting us all together? The real question is, how can I use the invisible network to help me build my business and wealth? Dual purposes of the invisible network. The invisible network serves two purposes in your life. It's an information storehouse and a communications switchboard. 1. Information storehouse on the internet search engines store huge collections of information you can access to research virtually any subject. The invisible net work also has search engines, but the functionality is much larger and more complex than the limited internet counterparts. The invisible network automatically receives information about everything and every one in the world and stores that information in its search engines. I call this collected information master biography files. For example, if someone is working on a cure for cancer in Japan, developing an Invention in Australia, has a special skill and lives in South Africa, offers a unique product or service in the United States, or has new strategies she's applying in England. The details are automatically sent into the network where you can access them for your benefit. Even more amazing, the information in the invisible network is continuously updated on a real-time, moment-to-moment basis. That's why tapping into the invisible network helps you find what you need to produce extraordinary results, and provides access to raw power that goes so far beyond your conscious capabilities. 2. Communication, switchboard, messages flow 24 sevenths through the invisible network at the unconscious level. Every second people are sending messages asking for help in achieving goals and specifying the kind of help they're willing to offer others. And just like in the surface world, we discuss, negotiate, make decisions, and make agreements at the unconscious level, I'll do this for you if you'll do that for me. The excitement happens when we see, on the surface, the positive result of our unconscious request.
If the internet excites you, imagine magnifying its available resources and possibilities. Billions of times and you have a slight idea of what's possible when you start tapping into the invisible network. No matter what's going on in your business or financial life. Right now, with sales, profits, income, operations, employees, net worth, investments, and so on, it's all being shaped in powerful and amazing ways by information and messages previously sent into the invisible network. Asking for help on the invisible network. If you send out 20 emails with a question, you'll get answers back but you can't. Expect answers to questions you didn't ask. The invisible network works the same way. You must ask for the help you want and need. It may not always seem so, but at the unconscious level everyone on the planet wants to help everyone else fulfill the life purposes and complete the missions. And just like on the internet, other people will help you if you ask them properly. You just have to know how to find the right people and how to ask them for help so you get the positive response you desire. In my 11th element work, I show you how to access the invisible network in the most effective way by working with your inner CEO, the internal guidance system that helps you attain your goals based on the relevance to your mission and purpose. You can begin now as I did, without always having the contacts, ideas, skills, knowledge, and resources I ultimately needed and used to succeed. Begin by asking for help and letting your inner guidance be your guide. Why gratitude is the key to getting anything you want. By Jeff Staniforth. When it comes to worldly affairs, the saying, seeing is believing, reigns supreme. When you see someone accomplish something, you start to believe in that person's ability. If a product delivers what it promises, you then believe that it works. When you see a formula yield positive results, you begin to believe in it. Evidence is essential in order for people to believe. This has led to the saying, I'll believe it when I see it. The proof is in the pudding. But in spiritual affairs, the opposite is true. Believing is seeing. If you believe first, you will see that thing that you believe in manifest itself in front of your very eyes. That's a testament to the awesome power of belief. This has led to another saying, I'll see it when I believe it. However, for most people, believing is the problem. That's why most people who lack conviction when they recite affirmations, for instance, are missing the secret ingredient that's necessary to materialize the dreams. If you've ever encountered some internal resistance when you first read or speak a positive affirmation, that's an indication that you do not really believe what you're saying. For example, how can you really believe the affirmation, I am perfectly healthy in body, mind, and spirit, when outer appearances point to the contrary, e.g., you're sick or in pain. An important part of believing is to feel as if it has already happened. I have found that one of the best ways to evoke that feeling is to express gratitude after you recite an affirmation.
Just saying the words, thank you, after you state your affirmation reinforces the belief that the universe, or God, or your creator, or whatever name you call the supreme being, has already set about the fulfillment of your desire. You may not see your affirmed desire fully manifested yet at the present time, but expressing thanks makes you believe that what you've asked for is already done. Thereafter, you have a sense of expectancy that what you desire will eventually come to fruition. If there was ever a formula for manifesting desires, this is it. Ancient spiritual manu scripts, including the Bible, emphasize that a single-minded belief is essential in receiving what you ask for. They also warn against double-mindedness. Know with absolute and unwavering certainty that what you are affirming is already yours. If you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. So believe that it's already done by simply saying, thank you, or assuming an attitude of gratitude after affirming what you want. I once heard a wonderful quotation from an anonymous author that says it profoundly, we can start with who we are and what we have today, apply gratitude, then let it work its magic. Say thank you, until you mean it. If you say it long enough, you will believe it. Today will shine the transforming light of gratitude on all the circumstances of my life. The Science of a Positive Attitude by Eva Gregory. A Native American elder once described his own inner struggles in this manner, inside of me there are two dogs. One of the dogs is mean and evil. The other dog is good. The mean dog fights all the time. When asked which dog wins he reflected for a moment, and replied, the one I feed the most, George Bernard Shaw. Quantum physicists have been playing with the notion that our thoughts and feelings have a direct influence on the physical world. Everything, they say, is connected through energy. You know already about the three laws of attraction, and how much your thoughts and feelings have to do with what you create in your life. Did you know that? Scientists are now agreeing with what we call the laws of attraction. They are. Here's a simplified explanation of this scientific phenomena we call the law of attraction. At the subatomic level, everything is always in motion. Time and space don't exist as we know them. A butterfly merrily flapping its wings in Japan can affect the weather in New York. It's all energy that interacts simultaneously. Thoughts and feelings are also energy. They have been measured as such. Because thoughts and feelings are energy, they vibrate, move. Each thought and feeling vibrates at a specific frequency, how fast it vibrates. Negative feelings vibrate at a slower frequency than positive feelings. The power, amplitude, of the thought of feeling is affected by the strength of the thought, or feeling, which in turn is impacted by the number of times that thought, feeling is, focused on. That is, if you keep repeating, money corrupts, it amplifies the vibration of, that thought. Remember, everything is energy, and all energy vibrates at a specific characteristic frequency. Okay. Now, we get into the scientific law of attraction. The scientific law of attraction. 
states that an object, physical object, thought, feeling, will naturally attract that with which it is in vibrational harmony. Strike a tuning fork, and the strings that are in tune with that vibrating object will also begin to vibrate. Thoughts, ideas, and emotions must follow this law of attraction because they too are objects with an energetic vibration. Now we get to the fun part. I suspect by now you really understand the law of attraction. Like attracts like. Like thoughts of feelings attract thoughts and feelings that are vibrating at the same or similar frequencies. Likewise, these thoughts and feelings attract physical objects, people, events, that are vibrating at a similar frequency. But, how does our mind actually take all this in and process it? Your brain is assaulted by thousands of messages each second. Everything you see, hear, smell, feel and touch is a message entering your brain. Part of your brain filters through all these messages and decides which ones will move into your conscious awareness. Have you ever purchased a new car, only to see thou sounds of that same car and color on the road for the next week? How about when two people can go to a movie and have entirely different experiences? If you've ever experienced that, you know what I mean by the brain's filtering mechanism. When you focus your attention on something you don't want, for example, I don't want to lose any more money, you're telling your brain to flag anything related to losing money as important. You, see, more evidence to support exactly what you do not want to see. It flags it as important because it's what you're focused on. Scientists say that the brain is plastic, it can and does remodel itself, sometimes within a remarkably short period of time. And with the brain, timing is everything. What this means for you is that as you focus more of your attention on positive thoughts, you are actually shifting the neural pathways of your brain. This is why it gets easier as you practice shifting your focus and practicing positive thoughts. Your brain is actually reprogramming itself to notice more positive things. This is particularly interesting when you think about the impact it can have on our ability to succeed at something. If you're focused on the bad dog, that is, why you're failing, you'll strengthen those neural pathways. Conversely, a continual focus on the good dog success with a positive mental attitude strengthens the neural pathways for success. The simplest plan in the world forgetting whatever you want by Andreas O.H.R.T. So did you learn anything in the last 24 lessons? Do you realize that you hold in your hands a compilation of the most powerful secrets in the world? You may have already experienced positive changes in your life simply through the power of the decision you made when you purchased this book. Now is the time to apply your knowledge. Mind power is an incredible force in the universe, but unless you take physical, concrete action none of your desires can come to you. This book provides access to some of the greatest teachers on this planet. Choose the ones whose writing you've enjoyed the most, follow their advice with dedication and determination, and I guarantee your dreams will come true.
You've learned a lot in the previous 24 lessons. Vast amounts of secret wisdom has been downloaded into your mind and soul. Your life will change for the better, easily, and effortlessly, simply for having read this book. But if you really want to make change quickly and dramatically, you must apply your knowledge. In order to help you begin, I've written this short article. I've tried to distill the fundamental keys which all mind power masters continually return to. I have tried to make this knowledge as simple as humanly possible, so that every single person reading this book will be able to take this information and use it easily and quickly. Here then, is the most simple possible explanation of the power of your creative energy. Follow these four steps, and any goal can be yours. Step 1. Know what you want. Yes, it seems so obvious, doesn't it? You must know what you want in order to get what you want. Yet this most basic first step is missed by the majority of people. You must know what you want as specifically as possible. This is the magic first step. Daydreaming about your future will not bring you what you want. Waiting for life to work out the way you've always expected won't bring you what you want. The only way to get what you want is to decide, with clarity and focus, exactly what you want to create. So how do you know what you want? Well, it's very simple. Write down your desires, your dreams, and everything that you want for your life. Then pick the one thing on your list that you know you could accomplish if you dedicated some energy to it. Pick that one and forget about the rest. Pick the very next goal in the creation of your life. Then go for it. Focus, focus, focus. Don't waste your energy wishing and dreaming for a million and one things. Pick one and go with it. Just as the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step, so does the journey to your ideal life begin with a single goal. So begin with an easy, doable goal, so far unaccomplished, plug it into this four-step system. Write down as specifically and exactly what it is you will create. After it's finished, move on to the next goal. Step 2, focus on what you want. You must give positive focus, energy, and attention to your goal. Setting a goal and then forgetting about it will not do. You must imprint it on your conscious and subconscious mind until it becomes reality. Remember, thought is blindingly fast compared to the manifestation of thoughts into reality. Of course, as you practice this system and become more confident, your thoughts will come into reality much more quickly. But as a beginner, you must keep your energy and intention directly on your goal. You must focus on what you want, not on what you don't want. Stop complaining about things that are not the way you want them to be. Instead, decide how you would like them to be and focus on that. Whenever you find yourself giving attention to some area of your life with which you are unhappy, immediately ask yourself, what do I want? in this situation, and focus on the answer. Take a look at your goal every day, give it positive focus and attention. 
before you fall, asleep and after you wake up, instead of worrying about your problems, imagine your goal successfully attained, and imagine how you would feel if your goal was accomplished. Go to sleep with this feeling, and your subconscious mind will quickly find a way to bring it into your reality. Step 3. Take action now. You must take action towards your goal, and you must take action right now. There is no other time that you can act. The past is gone, the future is an illusion. Making plans to take action is not action. You must take action right now. There is always something that you can do to propel you towards your goal. It doesn't matter how tiny the action is, or how insignificant you might feel it is, you must do it. There is always some small step you can take. Take that step. You must convince your subconscious mind that you are serious about accomplishing your goal, and there is nothing more convincing than taking action. No matter where you are along your path to your goal, no matter how near or far you might feel to be, there is always an obvious next step you can take. Take that step in this present moment, right now. If you have trouble figuring out what to do, or are paralyzed into an action because it seems there are too many things to do, just do this, make a list of all the things that need to happen in order for your goal to arrive. List all the intermediary steps that you will experience as your goal begins to enter your life. Somewhere on this list will be the obvious next step. Do it. Do it now. Step 4. Choose the same thing every day. You must be consistent. You must, consistently, choose the same goal every day until your goal is accomplished. You cannot send out constantly changing vague wishes into the universe and expect to create results in the real world. It's as simple as ordering a meal in a restaurant. You must decide what you want and then ask for it. If you can't make up your mind the waiter will simply serve someone else until you're ready. If you do not provide the universe with a specific goal which you consistently take action toward, your meal will never come to you. And the most important secret of all, don't give up until your goal is accomplished. How to make money with this ebook. By far the easiest way to make extra money in your spare time is by promoting other people's products over the internet. This may not sound like something you'd like to do, but I can assure you that your excitement level will peak dramatically the day you receive your first paycheck. Best of all, it's absolutely free to get started. Here is a simple way that you can begin today by promoting this ebook and earning a huge 50% commission on every book sold through your recommendation. So if you manage to sell only two books, you will make back your investment, and every sale after that is pure profit. After you get started with this ebook, you can choose from any of over 10,000 other digital products at clickbank.com. Note, if you didn't download your free bonus, 101 Super Tips, Internet Marketing, Gems from Harvey Siegel, you should do so now. This book is filled with great advice on getting started, web links. The above book is an .x. 
Mac users click here, web links. How to make money with this ebook. Step 1, get your free Clickbank nickname. Anyone can join Clickbank registered sign as an affiliate, it's free. Sign up with Clickbank and get your nickname here, web links. Step 2, place your nickname into this link. Your link to sell this ebook is web links power where you replace affiliated with your new clickbank nickname for example if your clickbank nickname is 123 abc your link to sell my book would be web links this is very important make sure you replace affiliated with your nickname or you will not receive your commissions go get your nickname now and then generate your own link and see how it works there is also a page where Clickbank will automatically generate your links. Simply put, in your nickname and your link to my sales page will be automatically generated. Web links. You can use your nickname for any of over 10,000 digital products at Clickbank, most of which pay commissions of between 25 to 50 percent, some higher, some lower. Check out all the products at web links. Step 3. Promote your special link. Now all you have to do is let people know about my ebook by having them click on the link you created in Step 2. If you have a website or mailing list of any size this is a no-brainer way of making extra money. Even if you only know two people who might be interested in this product you can earn back the money you invested in this book. If you haven't got any clue as to how to promote your link, rest assured there are simple and easy ways to do this. Begin by reading the free bonus you received when you bought this book, 101 Tips, or check out the excellent web links. Step 4. Cash your checks. Clickbank pays on time, every time, every two weeks. You can learn everything you need to know at web links. While you're waiting for your first payday, you can check your stats at the Clickbank Stats page here, web links.